Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to episode 151 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. And this episode is dropping on Wednesday, February 11th, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman. And for giggles, I'm going to keep saying no until you turn the TV off. No, 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 no. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons. <laughs> that was a TV turning off. You got any gum? <laughs> <laughs> My name's Greg Legro, you dirt eating piece of slime, you scum sucking pig, you <laughs> son of a motherless goat. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Is that the first uh, Three Amigos? Uh, no, that can't be I the don't first think it, No, I I've done a couple. Three, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I even throw it a Farley, Farley, Farley oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I might have given it a My Little Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of my favorite things. I think uh, I might have done the El Guapo metaphors. Yeah. Too, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have so much to talk about. We are playing film roulette. Two of us saw whatever we wanted while one of us was forced to see Jupiter ascending while the... Yeah, I'm uh, so excited about that. Yeah, while two of us had to listen to Santana and then we'll roll for movies next week, uh, review an episode of 90210 season two, and we'll do a lot of tidbits off the top. But hey... Hey, how hey, are how are you guys? Oh yeah, how I you know. feeling? Good. You had a good hey, Dan. I can't help but notice you've got quite a fancy haircut. Thank I noticed you. that when I on saw your little head. Too. Yeah, uh, and I looked at his head. Yeah, I couldn't help but notice. No. <laughs> I was trying not to. I was shoving it in your face too. Like, <laughs> you, you look were, at my hair. You were rubbing your hair on my face. <laughs> Feel the haircut. Touch the haircut. <laughs> Love the haircut. No, I worship the haircut. Uh, yeah, I had to get my hair cut because uh, I got a new job. No what? way! See you next Wednesday. Announcement exclusive. Oh, oh my that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I was you waiting were talking, to, uh, wait, waiting to t- say it on the show. Yeah. So, so it's for realsies. What's the yeah. new job? Uh, it's just a, a, a similar job that I had before, but uh, a step up to a new agency oh. doing similar things. My, uh, my title is uh, Organic Search Specialist. Mm-hmm. That so, sounds made up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so doing lots of search. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah, me know well, congratulations, <laughs> yeah. Dan. Thanks. Good job, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. end. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I got a haircut. Well, <laughs> it takes a new job for me to get a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're not gonna like me in a couple months when I just grow it real long. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like, get another haircut until I get a new job. job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me a promotion, or yeah, that's my that's my strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a promotion, or don't talk to me in the lunchroom. Yeah, playoff beard. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me a promotion or just avoid me all day. (laughs) (laughs) What have you guys been up to? Mm. Uh, Like a a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I've also been extremely busy at the same time. Yeah, just stupid work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been a chilly, chilly uh, week. Couple of, yeah. Here in uh, Toronto, Ontario. Exactly. (laughs) That's true. Speaking of Toronto, Ontario. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, speaking of podcasts in Toronto, Ontario, uh-huh. oh, yeah. we have some more news. Mm-hmm. Um, Blog.to, popular Toronto website, um, is doing a poll for the top 10, I believe 10, uh, Toronto yeah. podcasts. Yeah. And if you yeah. listen to Casey's amazing uh, apology <laughs> episode, since this episode is technically late, yeah. you'll have already known this, but the, we were on the list and as are all active Modern Superior shows, yeah. with the exception of Super Zero, because it was just came out yes. so, yeah so yeah. it wasn't even on the radar probably when, when this list was compiled yeah. otherwise it fucking would have been on the exactly. list. yeah <laughs> uh, yeah every single one of our shows yeah, yeah. except That's for really that right. one totally <laughs> Did Which, you hear that, Matt Brown? Except for that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. shape all up, of, buddy. All of our shows, except for your show. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Aaliyah and Matt, you better fucking have yeah. a hard, long, hard think about yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, quality of your amazing show. <laughs> on another note, we need to have a meeting with yeah. you guys. <laughs> Blogtio didn't recognize you, so... <laughs> so neither do we. <laughs> um, no, so anyone can go vote. I believe you can vote... Once, I think it's once per device because I tried to go back the next day, and when you vote, it's like we've already got it. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is once per device. So, blogto.com. So computer, then break out all your old phones. Yeah, yeah. Use those too, please. And go to your mom's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If uh, your mom is no longer with us, I'm very sorry. <laughs> oh, thanks, babe. If you type in blogto. Toronto podcasts. Uh, it'll come up in Google. Uh, yeah. The URL is pretty long, so yeah. I can't do it out. But uh, yeah, so vote for your favorite Toronto podcast is the title of the article. Check yep. it out. Yeah, and uh, like Casey said, vote for uh, whichever Toronto podcast you think is the best. But also this make one. it ours. Yeah, <laughs> as long as it's ours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just handed some uh, new pictures of the baby. Oh, oh sorry, nice. I'm not trying to make this all about the fucking baby. <laughs> but. Uh, I haven't seen these nice. before. Nice. I saw that you felt a kick. I did last yeah. night. Yeah. That's it awesome. Was, it was uh fucking crazy. I, again, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and talk about the baby or anything, but uh, <laughs> it was yeah, definitely one of the coolest things that's ever happened. Nice. Amazing. Oh man. That's great. Yeah. Um all right, so now let's officially get into the itty bitty tidbit committee. Okay. Yes. Uh, lots of news, movies so that we saw before film roulette and such yeah how do we want to start this i got a bunch of movies and then we got these news things let's do the news let's do some news let's do the news yeah. uh the first so thing on my let's list make like Huey lewis and do hey. the news <laughs> with if perfect sports. fucking harmony yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got great harmony the news they yeah. do <laughs> they do they harmonize well with huey mm-hmm. um the lewis. first thing on my list was uh from a while ago but because this is late and it came out right after the last episode yeah we didn't have a chance but the poltergeist remake trailer came Yep, from yeah. director Gil Kennan. Yeah, uh, I was really excited to see this trailer. 
because uh, I, you know, Gil Cannon hasn't done anything since Monster House. Yeah. And I liked Monster House. I quite, I mean, like. It's really fun. I think it's really well directed. And despite what Dan Harmon says about uh, the script, I think the script's great. It's fine, yeah. yeah. And, and. It uh, probably could have been better had they stuck with, with what he had intended, but yeah. it's still yeah. pretty great. I think you stack that movie up against any other movie trying to be Spielberg. Yeah. Like, um,. Uh, anything like J.J. Abrams did with Super 8 and stuff, I feel like that's the one that gets it the closest. Yeah. 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 Actually, that's interesting. I never really thought about that. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he hasn't done anything since then. That, which was like 2006 or something, like or mid to late 2000s. So, yeah, I've been waiting to see this. Yeah. Sam Rockwell. Uh, yeah. PG-13 from the uh, producers, yeah. from Sam Raimi. Producing. But then, again, so was the original. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. What did uh, you guys think? I think it looks fucking great. I think it looks all right. I think there's like, there's a lot going on. Like they have a lot of people flying all over the place. Yeah, up, and I was, I kind of felt like maybe too much of that. Is yeah. that right? It seems like a lot of it in the trailer. It does seem like it does seem like at some point everybody's flying through. <laughs> yeah, the air, you know, yeah. it's like it's yeah, you know. I mean, it looks way better than I ever would have imagined. Yeah, when I heard they were doing this, I'm like, please just don't do that. <laughs> well, I really, really like Poltergeist. I just rewatched Poltergeist like a couple of months ago. It's still fucking awesome. Oh, see, I haven't, I haven't seen it in probably maybe about a year and a half to two years. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not very long. Uh, no, no, but I, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but again, like it's it just everything about it. It's just one of those magical, uh, yeah, uh, experience like film experiences mm-hmm. where you 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 see it, it starts and you're like, ooh, yeah, yeah. and like, the family dynamic is so good because yeah. the chemistry with Craig T. Nelson and Joe Beth Williams is awesome. Yeah. Of course, the kids are great. Love watching them smoke a joint together. Yeah, yeah. It's, that scene, like, that makes the movie. That's like, yeah. you know, like the heart of uh, Jaws really is the scene with uh, Roy Scheider and his son with where he does the the, the hand mimicking thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Give us a kiss because I need one. Like, that's really like the centerpiece of the movie. Like, yeah. it's, it's It adds such an element to it that makes it bigger than it is. And the, the joint smoking scene with them is so integral to understanding the fabric of that family. You well, know? Like the, well, it it's sets, so, that's such a great thing that you don't. I always. It's, it's, it's a anymore. wonderful way to set up stakes. You know, totally. Like, totally. Like, uh, well, obviously, like immediately, I care about these people because yeah. they genuinely care about each other. Right. Yeah. So obviously, there's something to care about for sure. Yeah. That's. It's something that uh, that movies don't really do that much these days, which no, is no. really weird. There's yeah, not a lot of character development these no, days. No, don't no, even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I listen. I love me some original Poltergeist, but yeah. I also feel like I can watch it, and and I don't know what it is if it's just. Like, because I watched it when I was a kid, so I don't think it's nostalgia. But when I watch it, I find like, I don't know. Thinking back on, it, I'm like, I can understand why I loved this as a kid. But when I grew up, I was like, but I also see that it's kind of like uneven. Like some of the scares are better than others. Overall, I fucking I love watching that movie. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I feel like I sometimes I can kind of see the seams of it. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't like, well, oh, it is this. a movie about ghosts. No, not like, <laughs> but not yeah. like, oh, that would never happen. Just like, uh, like. <laughs> That there's things about it that I think are not like perfect, so I wasn't yeah, yeah. like they're never going to be able to do a remake. I don't of this. think a real clown would do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, but I'm really yeah, I, hear I love the first one. It's and and yeah, I know what you I mean. Think this Casey, looks like, yeah. good though. It yeah. does. Like I, I hope it's not too. I mean, I know they got to catch people with the trailers. I mean, they're packing. Yeah, them yeah. But Rockwell, I love that guy and just about everything. And I think he, I think he exhibits sort of like uh, genuine panic. Yeah. About what's going on. Like yeah. there's a couple of moments where you're like, boy, he's really acting in this. Yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. Um, and 
and I like that the girl is not named Carol Ann. No. And no one's yelling that. And Brian. nobody and nobody said Carol they're Ann. here. Yeah. I was like, oh, good. I like you're just making kind of a, a movie in this sort of vein. Yeah. You know, so it's I not really, like really a remake. I would really like it if she was uh, like right at the TV and was like, They've arrived. <laughs> no, I would have liked. No, it. you can't. The ghosts I, are here. <laughs> I would have liked it if she went up to TV and was like, "I DVR'd the ghost for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all get around it. They're on our DVR. I'm web streaming the ghost. Yeah, <laughs> you can skip the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> the scary commercials. Yeah. Uh, honestly, but I, there, there's something that I found. Um, I feel like they have the right elements. I very keenly observed in the Facebook thread uh, that I feel like it it uh, retains that uh, that comfortable sense of suburbia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That the that the original has, which which again kind of pulls you in a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's one of the keys to the success of it, and that's absolutely. something that you would have to pull over yeah. from the original. Yeah. And well, it's it's something that I always loved about um, about Spielberg movies, mm-hmm. and we mentioned this before when I was saying watch DT. Like it, yeah. it feels very lived in. Yeah. yeah um, absolutely. It feels like your friend's house or whatever. And I think that the little girl has just enough of a kind of. Uh, is Heather Rourke? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Heather yeah. O'Rourke. Yep. Poor girl. Mm. What if I, I hope this movie is not nearly as cursed as the original. <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, um, but I think she has got enough of that vibe yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that that it feels definitely. Too. And I think, like I said in the thread, let's just all say what we said in the thread. <laughs> <laughs> we all made some very. <laughs> I was just like, points. it reminds me of Joe Dante's The Hole, which is yeah. which was like on the surface you could look at that movie and be like, uh, it's the same as every other modern crappy horror movie visually. But there's actually something going on, like in terms of the way the ghosts look or the way the dolls look and the way the scares maybe are constructed. But there was something there that just made it so fun, like the sense of fun was there. Absolutely. And I, and I think, oh, I, re- I really like the whole. Yeah, and I think that people... I saw some negative reaction to this, like, oh, Poltergeist, yeah, I really wish that that just looked like every crappy modern horror movie. So I think people are reacting to that, yeah. but I, I see in it the potential that the whole had. Like, I think, yeah. For it to be yeah. fun and... and and it's scary and use the kind of modern tricks but do it in a way where maybe we'll care. And the thing <laughs> is, like, I, I don't think it's going to have those kind of, like, uh, mama-style ghosts where it's, like, mm, creepy and underwater and moving all weird yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. obviously CGI. No spooky like, wigs running across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I we can, can only we can hope. hope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, like I don't think that it's it's the way modern horror movies look that makes them terrible. Yeah. I, I think it's the writing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and uh, like, and I think this movie really looks like a modern day horror movie, but inspired. Yeah, yeah. And well, that's the thing. like you can ghost movies. It shouldn't be that hard. Well, I mean, it is. I, I, obviously, it's hard to make a good scary movie, but yeah, you don't have to have a bunch of visual stuff. Like the horror movies that I've liked, the ghost story movies I've liked in the last few years. Uh, there's nothing visual like crazy yeah. happening. Yeah, it's the tone. It's, it's a ghost noises. story. It's, totally, it's, uh, it's the actual story itself. Like yeah. the woman in black. Like there's yeah, sure. there's some creepy there's visuals, yeah, but creepy. it's like yeah, yeah. it's not what happens. It's what's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's genuinely scary. That it's like you know he's in this house and the tides come in and he's stuck there and so yeah. they have yeah, that yeah. oh fuck he's stuck there now I'm scared because he's stuck where the things are happening. Yeah, there's and the, he can't even a... go outside because outside all of the creepy children are there. So there's like something clever to the movie that is like yeah. making you yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, but yeah it's a great cast sam rockwell rosemary dewitt and jared harris is wicked yeah so that's a nice little toss in there 
I'm gonna say go, something. Go ahead. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I like I like the inclusion of Jared Harris. I yeah. think he looks fucking fantastic. Yeah, 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 totally. So again, I like that they're. I mean, all the elements, the familiar roles are uh, in place, but no one is, I, you know, yeah, uh, being forced to redo something. Totally. Know? Yeah. So it, uh, uh, cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. looking trailer. We'll yeah. see. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, also speaking of news, big th- uh, news on the tip of everyone's tongue: Spider-Man back yeah. in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Sony yes. made two movies that they didn't know like how to make properly, and they were no. like, "Nah, take them back." Yeah. <laughs> I don't want this anymore. We can't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Overall. <laughs> yeah. So he will be. Spider-Man will make his first Marvel universe appearance in Captain America. Civil War, yeah, Captain America three, and that's next year. Yeah, so like that's about a year and a half. That's so exciting. That's so exciting, and it's great for Marvel, and it's great for us. Viewers. I mean, Spider Man is the centerpiece Marvel character. That's yeah, their biggest guy. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, and and it's not going to be Garfield. There, there are. Oh. You, you, <laughs> yeah, no, I hate no Odie's, I no gonna, John. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were like like Spider Spider Man is really the centerpiece of Marvel. Like it's not Garfield, like everybody thinks it is. It's actually Spider Man. <laughs> I hate Monday. He does love lasagna. He loves lasagna. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Um, I think deep down, he loves Odie. Get normal out of here. <laughs> he does not like normal. <laughs> I read a couple of things where uh, some actors are being looked at. Apparently, they're really looking at that. Uh, Lerman kid, the lightning thief. Oh, uh, he was in uh, Fury as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't uh, seen him do anything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You described him as being very actory. He is a little actory. Like His performance got better as Fury went along. I did have to see that Percy Percy Lightning Thief. Yeah, <laughs> uh, movie in the theater because uh, of this. Yeah, um, fuck that movie based on its title yeah, alone. Percy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know that kid. He, he yeah, I get it that he looks right, you know, but uh, I don't know. I, I I really enjoyed the casting, getting that kid from uh, Mud to be the new Cyclops. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. So I'm glad that they really kind of dug deep and found a good actor for a complex role like Cyclops. And Peter is a pretty. There's a lot of elements that you need for him. So I hope that they really look and not just go like, he's an up-and-comer who has brown hair, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- th- there's no way, like, because this is probably by far the most high-pressure move in the whole Marvel oh, universe. Yeah, yeah. There's no way they're not going to, like, spend some time on this. Seriously. Well, they can't spend a lot. Uh, you know, yeah. That movie's yeah. coming out in a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, fucking A, man. Yeah, I'm cool. Super duper cool. Yeah. I'm glad. I mean, I'm so glad Spider-Man will fit wonderfully into that world and finally get to see him, you know, you can really do a lot with a great, great character that has a million yeah. great stories. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. I just, I really hope they do um, his origin story. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I feel like I we don't haven't get seen it yet. that <laughs> yet. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been waiting, finally, so I'll do it right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hope they bring Sally Field with them. How exciting is that, though? It is nice. We're going to get a new Spider-Man, probably like an update on the suit, probably look pretty good, and yeah. we're just going to jump into him being Spider-Man. Yeah. And not have to worry about the origin story because yeah. the next movie, his first solo movie, will be after he's been in probably two Marvel movies. Yeah. So, wicked, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's a good way to ease him into the bath. For yeah. sure. Um, totally. It'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see, though, how they introduce him without doing the without doing an origin story. They're putting him back in high school, so it'll probably be like, I, I, I don't know what they'll do, but I would imagine that it's like, 
they become aware of it. Like there's this yeah. fucking Spider-Man popped up in, yeah. in Manhattan. You know? right. I would love that. I just hope that they make no reference. Like they don't flashback. Like they've done it twice. Yeah. We've got it. Yeah. And if you didn't even see those movies, you got it. Yeah. So just be like, hey, it's Spider-Man. Here he is. We all know him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> he just looks di- like a little yeah. different this time. I think it would be great if they if they just fully immersed him into the whole world and everybody just knew who he was and what he did and everything yeah. and they made no mention of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's been there the whole, the whole time. time. Absolutely. I think that would be great. And then they flash back to scenes from other movies and he's there. And just yeah. inserted him into They're Iron Man like, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the they insert him in background shots from Avengers or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Good. All right. Um just before we get super uh deeper into the episode, I mm. forgot to say yeah. if you uh would like to please go to iTunes and rate and review us. Yeah. And uh, if you have any thoughts on the two things that we just talked about, Poltergeist Remake and Spider-Man, you can email us at info at modernsuperior.com. And mm-hmm. if you have any uh, opinions about the stuff we'll talk about now, yeah, you can also do that. Yeah, Don't are. just yeah. talk to us about those two it's things. It's not just those two things. Yeah. You know? We do other things. <laughs> do we <laughs> we wanna... have a life outside the Marvel universe, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Do we want to still do news? Uh, yeah, there I just wanted to mention something. I don't know if you guys read or not. Um, a while ago, some uh, production artwork popped up of that Neil Blomk- Blom- oh, Blomkamp yeah. <laughs> had been working on, like just like as a personal thing because he loves the alien, alien and aliens so much. He did some oh. production design stuff, and then there's been a lot of talk about it recently because he did an interview where Fox is like right on board with it and if oh really apparently if he wants to do it it's a go wow but he's being all weird right now I guess I don't know maybe because Elysium didn't do like he thought it was going to do it yeah. wasn't received the same way he was and saying, his next st- movie looks saying so stuff stupid. like I don't I mean I don't even know if I want to make another movie and stuff like that yeah I don't know. Maybe so he's being a petulant yes. child. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps Chappie was hard to deal to do or deal with, or maybe he had studio interference or something like that. But anyway, there is a possibility of getting a Neil Blomkamp okay. alien movie. Uh, honestly, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about that. I'd be fucking right into that. Yeah. I, I would wait and see if I like any of his movies that aren't District uh, District Nine, <laughs> Nine because that is that is so far Listen. of the two I've seen, the only one I like. Get but someone else to I write it. Elysium without worrying about it being the best movie I've ever seen, and it's super fucking watchable. It's a little clunky and it's got a couple of pacing problems yeah. here and there and shit, but it looks great. Some it of looks the scenes good. Really work. And there are some scenes like when a face gets melted. Who tried something really fucking big? Yeah, you know. I see. Like I'm thinking, I'm I'm not too worried. Get someone else to write the script and have him do the production design, have him direct it. Absolutely. And then, and then I'm then I'm optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think I just don't like his writing outside of. No, I I felt that its core Elysium was was awful. Kind of a stupid stupid thing. And then but I was like, well it's a stupid it's a stupid movie that could be pulled off well. Mm -hmm. And it was a stupid movie that was only half pulled off well, I think. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But that's kinda I don't know. I I I found it it watchable. You're right without the weight of expectation, like because I mean it's the first thing after District Nine. Yeah. Which is a fucking awesome movie. Amazing movie. movie. Yeah. Um so so without the weight of that, I mean I haven't seen it. Uh, Like I saw I saw Elysium in the theater and was like yeah, I, I would like to see what Chappie looks like. I feel like Chappie is kind of his reaction to like everyone thought my like self serious political Elysium was not like not very good, so I'm gonna do like the same movie as the other two movies I already made, but it'll be like cute because one of the the aliens kind of like a kid, yeah, or the the robots a kid or whatever, yeah. yeah. So 
I don't know. It feels I, like reactionary to me. Although apparently he I, had the idea for a long time, but mm-hmm. but no, I I know what you mean because it does kind of feel like it doesn't exactly feel like him going. What? Well, then I'm going to try this yeah. to see if this works. It kind of yeah. more feels like, fine then, have a fucking dumb robot movie. Yeah. <laughs> which, the, which the, uh, t- full disclosure, I think it actually kind of looks good. I think I, it'll I think be it all right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. definitely down for it. Yeah. Totally. I, don't like, I mean, I just, uh, the, even if it is not totally there with Chappie, I, I, I feel like he has so much potential for a guy who's just so focused on that's what he wants to yeah. make movies like. You know? yeah. if, I think his aesthetic is... strong structure of a yeah. huge world that's in place, like the world of Alien, you yeah. know, where there's a lot of areas you can jump into yeah, and a lot of source material you can uh, really mine. You know, yeah. a lot of the Dark Horse comics stuff is really great. Mm-hmm. Alien Earth War and all that stuff. There's a lot of cool shit you can really but it is also draw a world, inspiration from. It is also a world that you can that you can just drop your own story into mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. And, and have it be very successful. Totally. I think, I, sure. think, uh, he's, I think he's a director that has his, like, production design and visual style, like, you know, nailed down like you saying, like he yeah. can make a world, and you believe that it's like I believed the world of Elysium. Yeah, I didn't like the movie, but I believed the world. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But so good. I'd like to see someone with that sort of, with those sort of effects chops. Yeah, yeah. Take a Do run something at something like, yeah. fairly big with the Alien franchise. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't like, I don't want Alien again. We can't do the small. No, no. Like blow it done, wide, you know? fucking like, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get let's get it into the daylight. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he's the guy that, that could pull that off. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm very hopeful on. That. I li- I like the idea. If somebody's idea. gonna do it. I, yeah. yeah, just get someone else to write it, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wrote down John Stewart. Yeah, yeah, leaving uh leaving, leaving the Daily, Daily Show. show. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, I don't. Long time that's coming. So horrible. It's, yeah, it's such a weird. Yeah, the man. The the landscape of late night TV is is. Yeah, like, it's pretty like if shuffly you think about right it, now. It, it didn't change that much during our childhoods. No, no. You know, like, I mean, it was always Letterman. It was always uh, Leno, mm-hmm. uh, w- w- you know, to a much lesser extent, obviously. Yeah. Conan was always there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had three big ones with a huge run, right? Yeah. yeah. And then now there, then there was, like, with Late Night Wars, a lot of shuffling around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it became, it just became a really weird landscape yeah. of, like, uh, Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like yeah. stuff like that. Like, oh, okay, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Uh, like, and then Colbert taking over for um, for Letterman. for Letterman. Yeah. yeah. It, it's everything is just so weird and up in the air. But I don't hate any of the names that that have taken place of of the the sort of like of Letterman and them. Yeah. Like, I, I like all of the choices that have been made for sure. Has there been any rumor? I mean, it's, it's so fast. I can't imagine they're saying anything about what's going to happen with Daily Show. <laughs> I've already I mean, seen like a, a couple of weird rumors oh, like yeah? uh, Tina Fey was one. Oh. Which uh, which it seems really unlikely. Yeah. Because seem she's unlikely. She's actually got a uh, I think her and Jack Burdett um, are are doing a a show on Netflix? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, she's producing a new show for Netflix, which mm. is fucking great. Yeah, yeah, I feel like locking her into like a show like that. I don't know if that. I don't know. Maybe she wants to, but it just seems like that wouldn't be I, in line with like her career. Oh, yeah, I couldn't right see now. her actually wanting to do it because like, no, no. I feel like she has all these other things going on. She'd the, be like, and eh. it's not surprising that he was going to put an end to it at some point because that's a lot of fucking work. That yeah. show. That's. It's a, a daily show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Ton of work, you know? <laughs> yeah. And for it to be such high quality as it has been. Like, I've never watched an episode of The Daily Show and was like, nah. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, there was never, there was, oh, that's a weak episode. It yeah. was just 
yeah, great jokes. They've oh, always yeah. had a fantastic staff. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I, I haven't always liked their uh, supporting. Um, no, no, they've correspondence better and worse, and you know, but, but the core of but it, him yeah. always being there, just didn't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah. if you don't yeah, like a bit, exactly. it's only gonna be about a minute and a half. Yeah, uh, don't worry. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like the big rumor mill right now is that he announced Craig it. Kilbarn. No, was that? <laughs> that would be Coming weird. Back. He's back. Hey, at remember, it. remember when this show back was only marginally uh, uh, <laughs> <Watchable>. popular? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I feel like we the, can get back there. <laughs> the big rumor mill is that he because uh, John Stewart announced it the day that his movie rose. Water went to DVD, and I saw some people saying, like, basically, you know, Rosewater got some great reviews, some not so great reviews, but there was somebody on Twitter, uh, I think it was Norm Wilner, said, like, you know that that movie is the work of someone who loves directing, yeah, and and the kind of rumors that people are attaching it is that like he maybe wants to focus on being a director awesome. right yeah go so. do everything yeah, yeah that's fucking, fucking great best, make man. death to smoochie too yeah <laughs> <laughs> is he just gonna make sequels to everything he was in i, I feel <laughs> yeah. like i mean like yeah should make yeah, the yeah. faculty too yeah, he could be yeah. the, the dollar bill guy from half baked yeah, yeah. 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 he'll be on that guy he's one of my favorite things about him half baked two dollar bill guy the whole movie is him just being you could see things on the whole movie <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. Go be a director. Put your voice into all different types of films and yeah. and run with it. Mm-hmm. He's I would such love a that. he's such a brilliant, funny person. Yeah. That uh, yeah, he should like. I feel like I would try. I haven't seen Rosewater yet. I, I no keep meaning to. Yeah. But it's also not a movie from the trailer that I saw and went. I've got to see yeah. that. I'm, just I'm like, really oh. curious to see it. Well, like as I learned more about it because they don't. I, I didn't really know a lot about the situation when the, I saw the first trailers. Then I yeah. read more about it, and I understood his reasoning for doing the the film more because the outcome of the story was directly linked to the Daily Show. Yeah. And interview. Oh, see now, an interview I with didn't him. Yeah, know no, like, that. I didn't oh, yeah. really know. It's uh, it, check is it out. he I'm, in it as himself? I would assume so, or at least the footage of the interview that he conducted. Damn. Now I'm fucking full on in. Yeah, yeah. Like, see the trailer. Oh, that's why you did this, not just not because you do a, a news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know? right. You're the news guy. I get it. Uh, no, it, uh, the the story that Rosewater tells is directly linked to the Daily Show. I will be goddamn yeah. well. I'm mm-hmm. I'll, I'll check that out. See yeah. that as soon as I can. Yeah, for sure, definitely. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's going to be super weird. Totally. So those are, I mean, like Letterman leaving and Colbert going in. Colbert is, uh, you know, at a peak of popularity. Letterman yeah. clearly is at the end, which makes me sad because I grew up with him. But oh yeah, he's that, he's one of my biggest influences for sure. So, he's but a I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the uh, the long, you know, such a long run that it all makes sense, and he's an older fella. But and Colbert coming in so hot, but John Stewart to leave at the point of the no fading in his popularity, no no diminishing of his sharpness or humor. Yeah. So whoever has to step in there, yeah. I don't know if there's a harder job to jump into. Yeah, that's actually an interesting point, right? It's not there, there's no fading. There, there's no, no, no. like. Uh, like let's bring some new blood into this yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. you have to carry yeah, on the tradition. Like, yeah. Here's a guy that's brilliantly uh, the sharp at what he does. Yeah. Everyone likes him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's clearly everyone like enjoys him as a person and as a talent. So yeah. Go ahead and try and be as good. 
Well, it's, it's I, like, I'm sure it'll be just as good. It's like <laughs> it's like the first thing that Colin Quinn said on the news oh, right, uh, yeah, when he that. took a weekend update. He was like, hey, you know, I feel like uh, the new guy who took over for the old guy and everybody really likes the old guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I don't think a lot of people want to like the new guy kind yeah. of thing, something along those lines. And, and yeah, it's going to be a lot like that. Yeah. And, it, and it always takes a long time. Like yeah. when Jimmy Fallon took over, everybody was like, ugh, the worst he's well, terrible. Like he him. was the worst. he was yeah. but i mean but now people but man, love him yeah, yeah well he's fucking done a kick-ass job he could not have done better who was it i i, I now i a, love him uh, yeah <laughs> absolutely like and, and his show is great yeah I, I i heard somebody say in an interview that that uh somebody had asked don rickles if he would ever go on uh go on uh, Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. And Don Rickles, this is fucking great, Don Rickles was like, oh, I would, except they don't know how to play ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is such a great line because that's what Jimmy Fallon has yeah. turned the Tonight Show into. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's well, play fun games. And totally. And reference things. Like, for better or for worse, he's figured out, like, how to create something that's going to go viral. Like, yeah. He, yeah, like for I sure. mean, it's predictable, and I know some people probably hate it and some people love it, but, like, he's been able to be, like, I now will be able to create like four videos a night that the yeah. next day everyone is going to share on YouTube. And, and it, I mean you, it, that I mean that's not if it's predictable that he's like, "Oh, I referenced Saved by the Bell and got them to do a joke or whatever." Like regardless, it's still smart and like but it, it's you know, not it's not out of keeping with uh, w- with the intention of those of shows. a late night show. Exactly. Like that, nope, that's yeah. what it's always it's been about dumb the, little bits. Yeah. yeah. And the water that cooler you can talk about the next day has gone online. So uh, Yeah. yeah. If everyone is sharing the YouTube video of the Save by the Bell thing, like that's the same thing as the next day everybody went into the water cooler and were like, "Do you see that last night on Letterman yeah. or whatever?" Yeah. So now let's get out of this water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got no. in. <laughs> it's cr- it's crazy that we're all in. <laughs> <laughs> I work in a water cooler. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. my new job is in a water cooler. <laughs> you make the little bubbles when yeah. somebody uh, uh, fills up their cup. Yeah. Oh man! Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, I got tons of movies. But I, yeah. well, I, I, uh, in terms of stuff I've seen, I've only really got one thing. Okay, go for it. Tell me. Uh, no, you go first, and then I'll stick mine in right in the middle. Okay, in the prime time slot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I wanted to talk about. I watched a movie called Starry Eyes. Uh-huh. Oh shit! Um, yeah, did you watch that too? I did. Yeah, okay, let's talk about Starry Eyes, because okay. I watched this movie and was like, hey, Greg and Casey, I am going to want to talk about this, but I feel like I don't know how I'm going to talk about yeah. it. I, mean, I need a second opinion, Yeah, because I watched this movie. It's from 2014. It's a horror film. Yeah, IMDb describes it as a hopeful young scar- starlet uncovers the ominous origins of the Hollywood elite and enters into a deadly agreement in exchange for fame and fortune, Yeah, uh, directed by a pair of L.A filmmakers kevin kalsh and dennis uh widmeyer yeah and so I, i've been meaning to watch this movie it's like one of those buzzed about horror movies that people have been talking about i hadn't heard anything about it yeah no, nor i also I. didn't read the uh synopsis or okay. watch the trailer i just, just watched, watched the it. movie cold okay. not knowing a fucking thing I about pre- it see, which was a very unusual experience yeah <laughs> so i saw a poster for it and the poster looked amazing yeah. and then i had heard people talking about it I didn't watch the trailer, but I kind of knew like it was about an actress. And, yeah, I didn't know and anything. And that's about it. Like, Let's just see what happens so, when this movie goes. <laughs> and I, I felt like the movie started where I was kind of like, I'm not sure about some of the acting. I'm not sure about this yeah, and that. Yeah, a weird but tone. But the further it went on, the more and more I was like, okay, I have to talk about this. And yeah. then when it ended, I was like, 
I don't know how I feel about that, but it's aged well. Yeah. Uh, in the days that I've seen it, I I feel like I really really loved this movie. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. Um, and it goes it, to some fucking crazy places. It's very crazy. <laughs> but, like I get like it's got a great great sense of metaphor in a, yeah. the most cynical kind of way. I agree. Um, it's very much about... Wonderful cynicism. Yeah. <laughs> the kind I adore. It's totally... <laughs> it's, it's so... It's about, like, all these different things, like, you know, women in Hollywood being, mm-hmm. you know, chewed up and spat out, or, or it has, like... She's friends with all these like indie like weirdo assholes yeah. and actors. and actors <laughs> yeah and they're all it like sounds like you're describing Francis Ha <laughs> <laughs> and it, well and they're kind of like Instagramming things and not actually like furthering their career but being artists and she's yeah. like I'm I'm born for stardom so then it becomes kind of about like Hollywood is using her to murder off the independents kind of in yeah. a very literal but way also like oh, what boy. the price of really running of, for something exactly. big is like what you do to the people around you yeah. when you strive for something that enormous. Totally. And it doesn't make you There's a lot of layers. Yeah, yeah. So many layers. And it doesn't, what I liked about it was it the, with those kind of like actors that she's surrounding herself with they paint them very kind of like all oh, these fucking guys. Yeah. Like uh, they're all pieces of shit like indie people that like, being so pretentious. But they also have some moments where um, they don't make you hate them all. No, like there, you actually care for them as people at moments because there's things that she does, the main character later, and you get the reactions of their them, and like she, it turns basically into kind of like a body horror movie where she's like decomposing almost and really getting fucked up, and then like her friends are showing like genuine concern. You're like, oh, they're not all just like pretentious assholes. These are actual people too, and they're just dicks sometimes. Yeah, you know, like yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) This sounds amazing. It's really cool. In the longer that I sat with it, the more I was like, I fucking loved it. Yeah, Yeah. it's uh, the main thing I took away is uh, the the lead girl Alex Esso. So good is fucking incredible yeah so amazing I, I can't imagine that she's not going to have a great career yeah what a performance it, what a fucking huge yeah. performance and when you think about the past like year or year and a half of horror movies that have had standout performances you have like the babadook yeah, you have yeah. this and there was something else that i had in my mind there was another woman that did like a fucking and you're just like what a fucking trio of performances mm-hmm. in yeah. this past year or two um yeah, yeah and the the, the writer directors i want to see more yes yeah. because what a good look this movie Yes. Yeah, so fucking good. And, uh, and Pat Healy's in it. Pat Healy, I was about to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I'll watch just about anything after Cheap Thrills. I think I'll just yeah. I'll watch just about he's, anything he's that guy great. does. He's, he's in Draft so Day with good. Kevin Costner. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Starry Eyes. It and and I can't remember the last time I saw a movie that was like. I watched it late at night. It, w- it wasn't a scary movie. No, I watched it late at night. But and, yeah, it it put me. It's like, got some fucking fucked up stuff. When the it. gross, crazy, <laughs> fucked up shit started happening, it's been a while since I've been like taken aback by that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it, it's it's an unrated film, so the violence is really fucking explicit. And there's yeah. a few scenes where I was pushed back in my chair, like, and I oh, knew they were fuck. coming because they start doing a couple of things early on where I'm just like, yeah, this is gonna get fucking bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 really. Like and I, I can. I have a pretty strong stomach. I can handle. Uh, yeah, most. there's a scene with a weight that I was just like, oh fucking yeah, Christ. that was just like holy oh. shit. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna fucking watch the shit out of this thing. This sounds yes, amazing. Yeah, where where can a brother like me see this movie? Uh, uh, you can acquire it legally. Yeah, 
<laughs> That's starting to sound like code. Yeah. Um, yeah. What a hell of a hell of a movie, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, people should definitely check it out. Yeah, I think it. It's, it's not for the faint of heart, though. Like it's fucking yeah. gross. Yeah. Some shit happens. Yeah. Some serious shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a if you have a fear of vomiting up maggots, don't watch this movie. <laughs> However, if you love <laughs> vomiting up maggots, maggots which is a film for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, these these guys who made this movie and uh, and the, the lead uh, actress, yeah, I think uh, has a very bright future. Totally, yeah, definitely, super fucking cool. Yeah, man, mm. check it out. Starry yeah. eyes, starry eyes. Yeah. What are you, what else, Casey? You were going to put your movie in the middle. Uh, it wasn't a movie so much as it was a television show that wasn't a movie. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the middle. So sorry. <laughs> that, that was all I had. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember what show it was. Uh, no, I watched uh, season four, I believe, of uh, Portlandia. Okay. That, oh, really? that I, I uh, spent a day on and off watching that. Nice. And uh, the most surprising thing uh, uh, in, in the whole season was how hilarious Katie Lang was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Lang shows up. Now it's her and, and Jason Sudeikis. And yeah. it's like, oh man. But, but uh, yeah, she was genuinely fantastic. Nice. Right on. Uh, yeah, so check out season four of Portland. Yeah. I will. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> Greg. Uh, I saw Chef. Oh, okay. I saw that on Fabro. No, I, I checked that out. You saw that. Yeah, I, I knew you seen it, was but a, I thought yeah. you'd seen it, too. Yeah, no, I hadn't. Well, now I have. Yeah, yeah. but I thought you had. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And I thought yeah. Casey but knew what you, you were thinking wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> um, We've got quite a triangle of lies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chef, with uh, written and directed and starring uh, John, John Favreau. Favreau. Uh, you, what do you think of that? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It was a you nice know? movie. I think, had the movie... Uh, st- if they had gotten to the point where he gets the food truck and goes on the road with uh, Leguizamo, who's very good in this movie, yep, yeah. and his son, I think that should have been the movie. Yeah. Because they don't get to that point until like For a little hour while. and a bit in. And I'm it, like, that was the most interesting part. The yeah. lead up, I get it too much. And the the uh, going viral was too over the top. Yeah. It didn't totally fit the movie or feel as believable as the rest of it. But look, John Favreau is a he's a talented director. It's he's nice a good to see writer. Him pull back a little, I, a little. I enjoy him as an actor too. Yeah. So yeah, but I really did feel like the whole thing is just a uh, a, a story about his life as a director, yeah. but with food. But with food, it is. Yeah, yeah, because he st- he started off. He's, his character started off as like a hot shot. Kind of really innovative out there yeah. cook that people were like, this guy's got something to say with his food and like totally. he's really edgy and doing his thing. And then wound up kind of like not in control of his work because he was working for a giant restaurant who gave yeah. him all the money in the world, but he had to stick to their menu. Yeah, right. You know, and then people get he gets lambasted for it and then goes back to the independent style of cooking. Yeah, right. Which is clearly going from swingers up into Iron Man two cowboys yeah. and aliens. Bad reviews. <laughs> cowboys and aliens. Terrible oh, reviews. Well, it's a terrible movie out of the machine yeah so like i once i was like i see what you're doing yeah so you're saying that the movie chef is his food truck yeah <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> yeah. much and it's a it's a fun movie it's, it's very really nice watchable it's watchable and if you like food porn you know if you, yeah you know oh got, it looks amazing it looks food, great yeah and it's it's shot i like really porn fucking porn well is the, yeah. to, does that help me <laughs> <laughs> if you like people fucking food, <laughs> Chef is for you. Uh, he's a he's got a wonderful eye. He's yeah. a really, really, really good filmmaker. Yeah, you come away from. I came away from it being kind of like you know 
nice movie. You kind of wish that it had a bit more edge. Yeah. Like a little bit more, like you were saying, the viral stuff's kind of cheesy, not really believable. Yeah, yeah. You kind of wish it had a little bit more like Swinger's Edge, where it's just like, totally. oh, these people are just hanging out, and this is some real shit. Yeah. And if it had just been them on the road, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. Totally. But, uh, you know, but it's, whatever. Not, yeah. it's, it's worth checking out. Totally. Like if you don't know what to watch, you want kind of a, a lighter movie that just... Great Netflix got some, Yeah, excellent Netflix pick. Definitely. It's, uh, it's got some funny moments. There's some excellent support cast. Uh, and yeah, it's fine. It just, I feel like the movie hit its stride way too late. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. But check Sweet. it out. It's worth a watch. Yeah. Um, I'll go again with a, a interesting segue just because it's what a weird movie to segue to. Casey has seen this movie as a child, I believe. Steve Gutenberg in High Spirits. I did see <laughs> High Spirits with Peter O'Toole and, yeah. uh, I wanted Darryl to say Hammond. Daryl oh Hammond. God, uh, what in the, how did that come up? Uh, <laughs> I bought it on VHS recently and just was like, this oh looks ridiculous. God, yeah. And then I posted it on Instagram in case he was like, I watched this movie when I was a kid. I remember watching this movie. We watched this movie on Christmas and it <laughs> ruined Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a weird it's a weird movie because it's Neil Jordan uh, directed it. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I'll keep it really brief. So it's this wacky, wacky movie that's, that's about Steve Gutenberg who goes this... Uh, Goes to this castle with his wife, and it's supposed to be a haunted castle run by Peter O'Toole, and all this hijinks occur with the, with these fake oh, ghosts, wow. and then it turns out that there's real ghosts there, and then he falls in love with one of the real oh, ghosts. Yeah. yeah, no, I've seen this movie, yeah, and they have shit. No, okay, well, you're, you're, ghosts and people sex. Yeah, so it's it's widely regarded as like a Merry huge Christmas. a huge bomb, uh, yeah. and. I, I will say this Widely about the movie. and aptly. But I it says it's a hauntingly funny comedy. It's yeah, so haunting. I'm haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I will say this. This movie is half of a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first chunk of the movie where it's Peter O'Toole and he has this castle and it's kind of like nobody wants to come here anymore and he decides I'm going to make it like it's a, it's a haunted castle with all these fake ghosts and stuff and everyone's coming and like coming to the castle and just craziness occurs with these fake ghosts. It's like really, really fun and really entertaining and and great practical effects like a bed like launches through the castle and like the walls blow up and stuff and there's shit flying everywhere and you're like wow they really fucked up this like set and it looks great and then anytime it's about Gutenberg who has no character he's just some rando like guy who's in this movie you don't know why he doesn't have any fucking character and it's supposed to be him and Daryl Hannah and they're like falling in ghost love you're like Go back to the fun whack, and then and then it does like it alternates between. And now their kids are with real ghosts, and oh my god, what's going on? And there's actually some really cool uh, practical effects, some really cool like stop motion effects. Re- really interesting half of a movie that they sometimes go back to, and then mm-hmm. the rest of it, you're like, stop trying to make me care about like Liam Neeson and and <laughs> uh, and uh, the wife from Vacation, um, Beverly Beverly D'Angelo, because yeah. she's his his uh, wife and that she ends up with the bad ghost and he ends up with a good and you're just like stop coupling these people off with ghosts I don't care yeah, go back it, to just it, like it, things blowing up and funny things happening it's like they tried to shoehorn in weird uh, like weird lo- like love plots yeah. and stuff well, but they were like well, could, dream action yeah yeah, yeah yeah but, can, uh, we still, can we still make you know, ghosts so <laughs> it's basically once in a while it's a it's like half of a cute movie where you're like this is really fun and, and cute and entertaining and there's actually some great comedy and then and then like Steven Gutberg comes in and like fucking messes it up by fucking a ghost yeah like mugging at the camera he always like, does that <laughs> oh classic Gutenberg yeah, yeah so yeah. it's actually he, uh, he messed up my 16th birthday the same way <laughs> yeah <laughs> showed up and started fucking, fucking a ghost. ghost and I'm like yeah. oh how did you even get here yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, my sweet sixteen. I was supposed to fuck that ghost <laughs> man today. 
Goose. <laughs> My parents bought me that ghost whore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so weird that it's a Neil Jordan movie. I know, yeah. right? Nothing else in yeah. his uh, filmography would suggest that that's what he should be doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because the first, like, 15 minutes, I was like, I'm down for this, like, kind of British sort of, like, wacky farcical movie with ghosts where... Yeah. But but no no um <laughs> like yeah it's it, honestly it was worth a watch but it, like it's one of those movies where every once in a while it grinds to a halt and you're like get back to the funny stuff yeah 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 um and also speaking of VHS I watched the VHS documentary adjust your tracking I won't mm-hmm. spend too much time on it uh I talked about the other one rewind this recently which is like a history of VHS adjust your tracking is more about collectors and uh kind of shows the other side of people that are just uh obsessed with vhs and it's a great movie so you're talking you about weirdos it. yeah weirdos. <laughs> you should definitely check adjust your tracking out i won't spend too much time on it i loved it because i love vhs but <laughs> yeah yeah sounds good well uh-huh. word what oh else? speaking of vhs things you can also read a nice article that oh, yeah. uh, mr dan gorman wrote on modern superior.com yeah absolutely mm-hmm. it's a it's a fantastic article about it's about the the little blurbs on the backs of uh of Warner Home Video. Uh, yeah, releases. yeah. Of, uh, and and it's something that for me was nostalgic because I was like, oh man, I used to be obsessed with with reading those too, and oh, I yeah. used to reread yeah. them over and over, over again, and over and over, like it was part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and they really are the like very specifically written. Like yeah. I remember oh, reading God, the yeah, Tango and Cash one, where yeah. they're like, it's, it's really a high five and gang busting good time. You're like, <laughs> who wrote? This? I always wondered that. Like, whose job is this? To I write know this crazy shit about this movie. Yeah, but sometimes it really bleeds through. Like it is part of the movie. Or your experience yeah. with it like absolutely the, one of my favorites ever is the back of Raiders of the Lost Ark because <laughs> it's, it's so hilarious like and there's snakes and Indy hates snakes and, and Nazis and too Nazis. <laughs> and I always thought that was super funny and I, I still feel like that he says Nazis I hate these guys in Last Crusade I feel like it's a nod to that yeah as a result <laughs> of that right yeah. isn't it I don't yeah. know and Nazis too yeah yeah Nazis yeah. I hate these guys and snakes <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but yeah, yeah. it's I, the, yeah, write ups on movies are sometimes better than the movie themselves you yeah know? or they add to the yeah like Hell Comes to Frogtown has a great write up on the back yeah like, this is it's insane. I just like, <laughs> without it, Hell Comes to Frogtown might have been a terrible movie. Yeah, <laughs> I just I love when when they go so out of their way to like and and I use a couple examples, but with Warner specifically, they have like all these so overwritten yeah. like like you don't know how they came up with these objectives and fucking yeah. descriptions. And oh yeah, like the one says it's a basheroo of a tail, and yeah. I was like, no one. In fucking literally the history of ever has ever called a movie a basheroo of a tale, except yeah. for right now on this tape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and no one was and looking right for that now for yeah. the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah. yeah, no one was ever like, I need something that's got like you know a basheroo, yeah, 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 yeah. some comedies, some uh, thrills, you know, a basheroo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's on uh, modernspirit.com. Yep, check it yeah. out. Yeah. Sweet. And the article itself is a real basheroo. That's true. Mm. <laughs> yeah, tuck yourself in with it or whatever. Like the one, in one of the tapes, it was like, tuck it into your VCR or something. Yeah, like, yeah let what? it nestle into your yeah. VCR. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just put it in normally. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. let this movie infest your VCR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah. Weirdsies. Anything else? Mm. Oh man, that was a long tidbits. You're welcome like for the late tidbit. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Extra long. Extra long. Uh 
let's get to film roulette then. But first, if you'd like to go to modernsuperior.com and then read my article, and then when you're there, you can click on donate, and you can go donate anything you would like via PayPal on our donate section, or you can click on our movieposters.com link and browse as you would and purchase a movie poster for your wall. No. And uh, you'll be helping us out. Yeah, yeah, please do both of those things. Yeah. We desperately need your money. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so go modernspirit.com slash donate while you do that, and then we will get ready for Film Roulette. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was winner's choice and the loser has to go see something bad. This week the loser saw Jupiter Ascending, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Casey gave us Santana's Supernatural last week after Casey had to listen to the other Santana one I can't remember. Shaman! Um, Then then we'll roll for movies next week. Yeah. All right, winner's choice. Let's do this. Casey? It was yeah. us, right? It was yeah. me and you, right? Yeah. Yeah. How what what did you watch this week for you you could pick anything. Yes. And you did. Yes. What'd you watch? I watched Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had. That would have been good. I know, really? That, that would have been a fucking Can you imagine? <laughs> we, yeah, it would have been pretty great. Oh man, and if Casey and I had like done it like on purpose we both went saw it, we're like, we're just gonna have a fucking powwow on this <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Table. No, what Which did... we might end up doing uh <laughs> next week. We'll talk to yeah. more on that later. Yeah. Um I had ended up actually watching a movie that uh, uh, I think you've talked about very briefly. Okay. Um, so I, let's just skip right over it. Uh, <laughs> let's not even say the no. name. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, I watched a movie called The One I Love. Oh. Mm. Yes. Uh, which I thought it was about uh, somebody who was in love with somebody with one eye. Mm. Uh, the one-eyed love. The one-eyed love. <laughs> the one-eyed, lovely purple people eater. <laughs> yeah. That's no, why I was very disappointed. Uh, no, this is, uh, uh, I actually don't have that much to say about it, uh, other than it's a really enjoyable movie, um, that's really well executed or mostly well executed. Okay. Um, so for the listener, if you don't remember, this stars Mark Duplass and Elizabeth Moss and Ted Danson. And, uh, the gist of it is a, is that struggling with, with a marriage on the brink of falling apart, a couple escapes for a weekend in pursuit of their better selves only to discover an unusual dilemma that awaits them. Yes. Uh, and this is another indie starring Mark Duplass that you can probably stumble upon on Netflix of many. Yeah. yeah basically yeah. every little, oh, is this a quirky indie comedy? Duplass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and it really, except it, it's. It sort of feels like a Duplass thing, like they produced it. Yeah, or it has the kind of aesthetic, but it yeah, but is a but at bit... the same time, it deals with. Um, well, I mean, you know, they generally deal with themes of like family and, and yeah. Uh, uh, but th- this uh, kind of deals with a relationship that where two people don't want it to end, and they want to figure out a way to yeah. uh, um, uh, to bring it back. Like, you know, there's there's lying and deceit and cheating and everything, and and. Um, and they basically just want to get back to a place yeah. where they genuinely love each other again. Um, and so their therapist sends them to this sort of retreat 
that you can go to and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and and they claim that it has like a hundred percent success rate. Yeah. Um, and their therapist is played by Ted Danson and could have been played by uh, that lamp. <laughs> the I liked that it was Ted Danson because I like him. But yeah, he did, I lo- yeah it's I, not I a love big him, part. Just he he had nothing to do. Yeah. Um, but it really is uh, a two-hander or yeah. four-hander, depending on how you view it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it, and it gets a lot of comparisons to Twilight Zoney, kind of like twisty, turny. Which is which I feel like that's silly. I feel like Just, it, it has more in line with um, uh, with. I don't know. It's it's actually hard to find a comparison I think for it. I, people say Twilight Zone because it's kind of like rooted in something that these people are dealing with that's real. Like you have like a rocky relationship and you go to be alone with each other. And what's this like kind of twist of fate that occurs that right. maybe you're not alone with each other? But I mean, or are I, you? You know what I mean? I feel like it, it has more in line and, and not not just because of the subject matter, but uh, the the movie Enemy kept uh, coming up hmm. uh, for for my uh, to my mind because. It's because these things, and actually, there are weird parallels, or you know, direct parallels. I think to Enemy, but totally so, different type of movie. Totally yeah. different movie. Uh, but but it's more so about uh, like like the the manifestation of their relationship on screen or what's happening on screen. It's less about that and more about um, the, the the way they're feeling. That's really hard to to. Um, it's to really hard to talk about without spoiling. Without too, spoiling it, it which I really don't want to do because I think no. everybody should see it because yeah. it's. And I love the ending because it gives you one of those sort of. Um, I didn't. Huh. I, yeah, and I didn't like the ending at first because I was like, "All right, expected ending." But then when I actually thought about the logistics of the ending, I was like, "Oh wait!" And then there's actually this kind of unspoken twist about the ending that made me think about it it's so hard to talk about oh, i, <laughs> I want to yeah. talk to you about it later but i, I quite yeah. i quite loved the ending it it, it it felt like almost like sort of a, a sort of like force majeure the ending of force majeure where mm-hmm. you're like huh okay let me think about that yeah. A bit. Yeah, yeah but but it's more like you know basically this person that you're with and that you love and and uh, that you that you're in love with and then out of love with and then but you're really trying to make it work and everything yeah. it's about it's about the way you see them the way they see your, their your relationship the way you see your relationship and and how you choose to view the person that you're with yeah. um and how that's a, an integral part of a relationship and i think yeah. that that's a really important um uh, important part of a relationship that people don't really think about is how you choose to view your relationship Mm -hmm. yeah it's a fun it's like a fun it's fun movie it's entertaining like it's kind of funny i just like that it's the kind of movie that you don't see a lot right like right now and that it's like kind of a high concept but with like a low budget execution it's playing with all those themes and stuff but it's not like a slog it it does kind of I mean it's not a super long movie but you do there are moments where you're like okay I kind of get where this movie's playing yeah move it along a little but but it is you know like overall for what it is yeah. I really like it I, yeah. I, I agree there are there are moments where I'm like uh, this thing this could this movie could be a lot more streamlined yeah and would have had more of an effect because there are moments where I'm like I don't like how close to um too farce you're getting like because there are a couple little moments where i'm like it gets, it's yeah. getting a little wacky for my liking mm. but then it pulls it right back and 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 then pulls it into a direction where you're like oh i didn't see a movie going like i didn't yeah. see this movie going in this place so yeah um, 
I think it's it's ultimately a, a really great movie. Yeah. If you're in a long relationship or or if you've been in a long relationship or whatever, it's just a really nice look at at the fundamentals of keeping a relationship going. Yeah. I think the the idea of, you know, making this kind of high concept movie that is playing with like very sort of specific um like uh like not metaphors but like the the what's going on screen is very literal to the emotional core like it's very literally mirroring mirroring like the point of the movie not in a way that it's beating you over the head but you're just like you found a way to visualize like the emotions of this story in a very literal way without it being like oh god beat me over the head with well that's the thing because i think it lets you sort of contextualize uh contextualize what's going on to uh, uh to to your own situation yeah. or to, to your own relationship or whatever i feel like it, it kind of it, it kind of lets you it just gives you the framework of 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 how a person could yeah. perceive their relationship yeah. and again i'm this is all very cryptic uh <laughs> but it is one but, of those movies that you don't want to spoil yeah and even yeah. and though it does have a high concept like it does kind of fit right alongside something like drinking buddies joe swanberg yeah. movie where it's very much you know like a small it, personal, small personal, rooted in realities. You know, not anyone watching that movie is going to be like, "I'm a brewer, so I understand what they're talking about." But like, <laughs> you know, there's something at the core of it that yeah, it's getting at, and that's this movie, inherently human. And yeah, this, this movie has that exactly. Yeah, it, it feels like uh, like it, it's at home next to to a movie like Safety Not Guaranteed, uh, yeah. or something like that. Totally. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend this movie. It's uh, for sure. It, I, I think it got a little overlooked. Like. It's not like a big movie that everyone's going to rave about, but yeah. when you watch it, you're like, I like this, and I want more of these kind of movies. <laughs> well, I was talking to Bruce Douglas about that uh, just today, actually, on The Streetcar, um, that, that it, it's... I feel like its name does it a disservice. It's called The One I Love, which in context of the movie is is quite interesting and great, but it also, uh, without that context, uh, becomes a very generic title. Yeah, Um, for sure. And and if you watch the trailer, um, it doesn't spoil anything. Um, it just uses footage of the movie and quotes to tell you kind of like from people that have seen it. it it's actually one that you can go and watch the trailer and, yeah. you, and then still enter the movie and not really understand what it's going to be about. Right. So, yeah. yeah. But you're right. Like if you see the poster, you're like, I don't know, it's got Mark Duplass. And, and again, the poster, you look at it before you see the movie and then you look at it later and you're like, I see exactly what they did. But yeah. you're not telling people that don't know what it is that why they would want to see this movie. Oh man, the, the there's one scene that they really they really drop the ball in over explaining. Uh, like it, it could have been so perfect. Well, it's the opening scene. I don't think it's spoiling anything. Talking about the opening scene, is it? I don't know. Uh, all right. Well then, well then, you know what? To err on the safe side, I just feel like um, the intent of the first scene to to show where their relationship has gone and how how it sort of like uh, devolved. Um, I feel like. It, the that scene could have been really great had they not over explained it but they, okay. I, I feel like they really did i can see that yeah but yeah the one i love it's a, it's on netflix and it's a good one to watch it's a good netflix pick in the sense that you won't be like oh well that was good enough for what it was but it'll yeah. be it's a nice like surprise it, it really is yeah, yeah it's it's a great way to, to spend an evening yeah hmm. yeah i'll check that out um so i watched a documentary Mm-hmm. Uh, that I've been meaning to watch for a really long time, Red Army. Oh, oh shit! How is that? Directed by Gabe Polsky. This mm-hmm. film is a documentary that tells the story of the Soviet Union's famed Red Army hockey team through the eyes of its captain, Salva Festiov. Uh, probably not saying that right. Slava Festiov. Um, so I, as listeners know, don't 
care for sports. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah two thirds of this podcast is uh, not <laughs> jokes sports about. Fans. Yeah, um, but so I saw the trailer for this and thought, like, holy shit, this looks amazing. Um, very good trailer. Makes it look like uh, the well, makes the movie kind of sells the movie as a story about hockey that has like a whole wider net that it's going to be talking about politically. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did like this movie. I think it's very well worth watching, but I did think it's a little uneven and uh, in, in the terms of the story it's telling and also um, technically. Uh, this movie is an easy watch. I don't think it's an award-winning level type of documentary that it's kind of being sold as. <laughs> yeah, because when I saw the when you, I saw the trailer, you're like, for "Holy it, shit!" Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, this looks like one of the most important." Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's documentaries. It's very good and it's very entertaining, and there is some spectacular footage of them playing hockey, mm-hmm. and uh, it basically kind of starts with the whole Russian scene of of why hockey was important over there and what they went through to be on the Olympic team and the Olympic Games, and then it segues into them defecting to American teams and going to the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's super interesting. Uh, it's just, a, it's a little rough around the edges. And when I say technically, like there was times it's when the subtitles were like really long on a short thing and short on a long thing. And I was like, I didn't get that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, and I don't know sure. if maybe this is just me, but there was also other times where things were on screen that I was paying attention to and then lost the subtitles and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Um, where like the, you're reading the subtitles and they're like introducing names up top and you're like, wait, wait, who was that? <laughs> <laughs> but the, you know, uh, not like awful, but I found that to be an issue maybe just because I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> Let, let's just uh, for safety's sake it, say it's because you're an idiot. It gets really interesting when uh, it becomes about them defecting and what that means for them at home and and the relationships between the five key players. And they're telling it through the eyes of the one player who's kind of like the big, uh, super talented like uh, superstar. And is I, he one of the ones who defected? Yeah, he's uh, Slava Festiov. And I felt like telling it through the the eyes of just him is fine but there's a whole story there about them and their relationships and it's there but it's just like it just it doesn't feel like the movie hits its stride the whole way through like you're kind of like oh this is interesting and then not and then this and then not but like the story of them defecting and how like everybody wanted a russian player because when they were playing together in the olympics how amazing they were and they show you that fucking footage of them like their passing game yeah where they're just skating around just going like boom 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 behind them through their legs around the corner and whatever like to yeah. each other you're like wow like i've never seen people play hockey like this mm-hmm. it's fucking unbelievable how mm-hmm. amazing some of those passes are yeah and then just like you never know where the puck is going to go, where it's about to, where it was, and then they slam it in the fucking net, and you're like, damn, that's a good, like, play. <laughs> and I don't like sports that much, and but I understand, like, a fucking great play. Yeah, sure. yeah right. um, Well, you did play hockey. Yeah. I mean, you, you understand to Totally. That, right? But it's in really... Russia. Yeah, in yeah. Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and then it's really interesting when they defect, and they all get split to different teams, and it just doesn't work anymore. Right. Like, they're on a team, and they, mm-hmm. they're playing their way, and no one else is playing their way, and then everyone's like, you suck yeah and how frustrating that must have been for them and then they eventually go to i think the red wings and they're all back together mm-hmm. um and then all of a sudden it's fucking working perfectly again like there's a all that stuff is just so interesting yeah um and it just it's a it's a really good watch it's about uh like 76 minutes imdb says it's it's a it, it felt a little longer hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. that, But it's it's well worth a watch. And even if you don't like sports, you'll like it. But it's not like I was expecting coming out of it being like, put this one up for the best uh, like best yeah, yeah. documentary feature of the year and, and not so much. But it, yeah. if you go in just expecting like this is going to be a really interesting look at a story um, that maybe you have heard of but don't know the details to, uh, you'll like it. And there's some touching moments and some some moments about their friendships where like, you know, two guys that were their best friends back in the day in Russia come to America and they're on the same team and they hate each other now and they're just sitting on the bench like next to each other and they just fucking hate each other. Wow. It's like really interesting. Hmm. So definitely check it out. It sounds like there's so much there. Yeah, it's a that, little scattershot. Like it sounds like but it sounds like there's so much um material that 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 could have made a wildly compelling film. Mm-hmm had it been arranged a little bit yeah it and definitely and there's but again there's so much you know it's like how do you segue from like the uh, the insanity that they were going through training in russia to what it was like in the olympics you know against canada and all these crazy games and then segueing to like they're defecting now and it's like what does that mean to their homeland that's a whole other story all right it's and then yeah it's circle around and make it a compelling picture the whole way through mm. it's hard but it is a good movie yeah yeah hmm. cool totally yeah. Speaking uh, of good movies. Yeah. Greg went and saw the Wachowskis Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. Uh in a bright future in a bright and colorful future, a young destitute caretaker gets targeted by the ruthless son of a powerful family who lives on a planet in need of a new heir, so she travels with a genetically engineered warrior to the planet in order to stop his time and rain. Even when you do movie, it in that delay in the future? Yeah. This movie I watched? I don't think it was in the future. I don't well, I don't know. Uh, no, it, it's a bright and colorful future. Right. I love that they single out how colorful it <laughs> is. It wasn't. As, there, well, there's still people cleaning toilets in the future, though. Yeah. Oh. That's all I know. Channing well, Tate. Well, thank God. Yeah. Mila Kunis. Yeah, uh-huh. Channing Taters is up in here. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, everything I've heard about this movie so far is that it's um, an embarrassing mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was confused. Okay, uh... I I'm pretty forgiving in the sci-fi yeah. genre, yeah. and uh, I actually saw a couple of good reviews. Oh, where people were like, if you give yourself over to the sci-fi, you know, it's it is it's fun and it's it's bananas and mm-hmm. it's like a crazy ride and whatever. Uh, and I was like, oh well, all right. And then, yeah. and, but then I saw that Harry Knowles loved it, and I was like, <laughs> oh no, oh, shit, oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that guy likes terrible movies and yeah. hates, uh, you know, Chris Nolan movies. Well, the um, aforementioned Bruce Douglas has a, had had a bit. We used to talk about like if he ever saw a movie DVD that had like "Ain't It Cool" news on the back or whatever. Mm. He was just like, I would never rent that. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. 
Uh, I went to the Carlton Cinema to see this. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> that must have been great. Which, it's in hindsight, now I probably should have seen it at a better theater and probably in 3D because there's a lot happening visually in this. Oh, that movie. was an option, the 3D? Yeah, it's in 3D oh, okay. in places, but I went to the cheap theater yeah. to have an. Uh, eclectic experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I generally try to go to the Carlton when I'm when I've lost when I'm going to see yeah, the oh, worst I, I, movie. Yeah, yeah. I, that's where I was. Go- I've never seen a good movie there. Yeah, <laughs> I think gonna, people are going to piss me off too much if I really want to see something. Yeah, and again because it was b- bananas in the Carlton. People just coming in at yeah. all times through the movie yeah. and like looking for seats. I'm like, what is going on Why, here? Yeah, and then well, getting up and going other places. Totally. Where are you? going <laughs> yeah the last thing i saw there was that canadian horror movie solo that we did greg and i remember somebody came in like oh, 10 minutes yeah, before yeah. the end and, and like sat down and was like rah, rah, and like being loud and i'm like why'd you like buy a ticket the last 10 <laughs> minutes of this fucking canadian horror movie i feel like, like when, I, when i was buying my ticket the guy who was ahead of me he's like looking at the thing he's like uh so i guess i'll get uh three tickets i'll do uh first I'll do the Project Almanac, <laughs> then I'll do Jupiter Ascending, and then Seventh Sun. I'm like, you're going to have a weird day. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. spending the entire day at the Carlton watching these probably yeah. not very good movies. Well, I think that anybody who spends that much time at the Carlton is probably yeah. not only having a weird day <laughs> so much <laughs> as, as... This is probably his most normal day. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Yeah. yeah, movie uh, day. So yeah, because <laughs> he said it very much like it's like a thing that they offer. I don't think there's a like a, a package. Triple you know? pack. <laughs> yeah, no. Spend the day yeah. in our I movie theater. Like that, he didn't know what he was seeing yet. He was one of those yeah. like, yeah. all right, let's see here. Uh, Jupiter, that's going to be sci-fi. I guess I should do that second. I'll see. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Jupiter ascending. Is a crazy movie. Yeah. Crazy, crazy movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mila Kunis is a toilet washing sad lady. And then. Uh, I, <laughs> is that her job? Yeah. She, and if so, which one? She, uh, she's. Okay. This is. I. Uh, this movie is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's so terrible. And it's a giant mess. I was. Over an hour into it, I'm like, I don't know why anything's happening. Yeah. I know what's happening, but I don't know why any of it's happening. What the, I don't understand what, and it's all kinds of different movies. It changes like from like we're gonna steal from this, now we're doing this, and then like and it has some tone changes, and I'm like, what's going on now? Yeah, like okay, so she washes toilets, and she tell, but first you get the story of how she was born, and it's uh, her uh, her mom met the dad, and the dad loved telescopes, and then. <laughs> Listen, I love telescopes. Uh, I thought you should know this. Yeah, and, the and then mom was part telescopes. <laughs> yeah, and her like, arm, <laughs> and uh, and they're in their apartment. I don't know where. Uh, space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where do Welcome they? Welcome to my space I don't apartment. Know. Are they in Poland or something? <laughs> I don't even know. I, I wasn't paying attention. And um, the uh, and they're yeah. He's looking through the telescope, and sh- and the mom's all pregnant with with Mila Kunis. And uh, then, like, these unknown, I don't know, like, not identified by any markings or country, like, these, like, soldiers, like, run in and break all their stuff and try and steal. We're the anti-stuff <laughs> soldiers. The telescope. And he's like, no, not the telescope. So they shoot him. 
and that's how her dad died, and then that's why her mom is sad. Now they live in America. Her and dad died doing what he loved, <laughs> enjoying telescopes. Yeah. Take the take the wife. I don't take my wife and unborn child. Yeah. Like, these guys just in black like army fatigues just run in and like <laughs> <laughs> and smash the place up, and they're trying to take the telescope. Like, why are they taking it? Yeah. It seems like, like an inconvenient thing to walk around with. <laughs> I and do you already got a gun. <laughs> I, I do like that Mila Kunis's character is Jupiter Jones. Yeah, she is oh, Jupiter God. Jones. It's the dumbest name in the world. It sounds like a really low rent, you know, kid uh, detective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jupiter Jones and the Get Along Gang. Totally right. <laughs> oh man, and there's a scene like way later because it turns out she's some form of like alien royalty. Okay, right. And so totally. there's a scene way later in the movie where she walks in and some people are like, "Oh, hello, Your Majesty." She's like, "Oh, please call me Jupe." And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> please don't. Don't call her Jupe. Do call me not Jupy. ever call yeah. her Jupe. And no one ever does. Yeah. Uh, she only says it once, and everyone's like, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Jupe. No. Get Ugh, gross. There's a toilet over there. So uh, so she now, her family is poor, and um, there's some weird plot where oh man there's so many things that happened in this movie i wasn't sure if i was going to say very little or a whole lot <laughs> so until i started talking but now it's all coming back to me so she her family's poor and she lives like with aunts and uncles and her cousins there and her cousin wants her to sell her eggs so they can get money and I, I don't he, i don't know for what but when he thinks he has the money he just buys a bunch of video games and a tv and he's like hooray <laughs> <laughs> I just and, needed this space PS5. But yeah, but she, they're yeah, going to get like, like... It's like, hey, <laughs> sell your eggs <laughs> so I can buy a video game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I've never sold anyone's eggs before. Oh, but I, don't, I don't know how much you get, but... It's always the first time. Get, yeah. What they're going to get is $15,000. And I'm like, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> that was so the, they are using dollars. Because he movie. wants... he's. Because it was his idea, he gets ten grand and Jupiter gets five, which he's going to use four of on a telescope. And I'm like, "What are you people doing?" Oh yeah. God! Because <laughs> your it was family his... is your family is incredibly poor, where Be- all of you have to clean toilets for a living. It, it was his idea, so he gets more. <laughs> yeah, it's her body. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's not like is he's she... going to do it. She still has to be the one who goes to the clinic and does it. Like, yeah. she can make the yeah. appointment herself. I'm going to give you um, the idea. You give me yeah. all the money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is she a fucking idiot? <laughs> oh, wait. She said, call me Jupe. <laughs> call me Jupe, right? Uh, I'll sell you my eggs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, call me Jupe, I'll sell you my eggs. <laughs> and she's going to. So, yeah, she decides to do it so she can buy a $4,000 telescope. What a fucking anyway. Idiot. When she goes, then we're then we we jump into like the space stuff, which you have no. So okay, on Earth it's just a terrible movie about a dumb girl, and then you go to space, and it's then it's now it's Dune, and like, okay. even the language of kind of how people speak is very and how things are referred to. It's the house of this and that, and they you know there's it sort of has that same kind of setup of all the like. Basically, it's like they saw the first ten minutes of the of the movie Dune from 1983. Yeah. And they're just using terminology like that. Eddie Redmayne shows up, and he is god-awful in this movie. <laughs> really? Holy... F- I don't know what he's doing, <laughs> it's, but it's not good. Is he playing Stephen Hawking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like evil space governor. I don't know what his position is. But there's three... There's three 
siblings. I There's don't. him, uh, his not. sister, and then his younger brother. Uh, I don't know what's Eddie, going on. Eddie, <laughs> movie. Eddie Rainstocks just really quietly. Adam Sandler? Uh, Here's our movie. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? I don't understand what you're saying. You need to speak up. I couldn't hear him yeah. in the movie sometimes. I'm like, he's doing this. He made a choice and he stuck to it. Yeah. It was the wrong choice. Quiet yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid yeah. to stick to it. Um, so and uh, they want something. One of them is inherited Earth, and the other guy wants it. And I don't like. I don't know what's happening or how any of this works. Yeah. And then on Earth, uh, Channing Tatum finally shows up, and he's got he's got uh, fancy space boots that let him ice skate on the air. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, he's like in the trailer flying around with his super boots <laughs> <laughs> and his dog ears. Because uh, he's spliced with wolf DNA, okay. as a lot of people are, and there's a whole bunch of people walking around. And apparently, if you splice someone with something, all you get is their ears. <laughs> yeah. Their ears. There's a few characters who have like wacky ears. I'm like, what are you? Yeah. I don't know. That and is. I have to guess the ears. <laughs> that is fucking great. <laughs> like, like they they learn how to splice animal DNA. Oh my god, this is gonna revolutionize the human race. But no, <laughs> it just gives you silly ears. Yeah. Oh no, one guy. Which he's, you never see him at all. And I don't know if this was supposed to be... It was just so jarring. They're in a spaceship. People are flying around, and they're like, uh, all right, now, you know, power up the thrusters, number one, and the camera cuts over to whoever is in, like, the, the Wesley Crusher chair. And it's this guy with a tiny elephant trunk nose, and he goes... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, whoa! <laughs> and then you never see him again. I'm like, that's a weird... Um, but at one point when, okay, so she goes into space and she's bouncing around between all these people and they're trying to verify whether or not she is the reincarnation of the dead queen of the okay. something or other who Makes died sense. when she was 95,000 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm following <laughs> no everything. No joke. And then, and then it turns into like a wacky like Brazil type movie where there's all this wacky space bureaucracy that we have to go through to uh-huh. prove your name. And I've always wanted to see Wachowskis do Brazil. <laughs> yeah. So, please, do Gilliam. Fucking bananas. And, uh, Even Terry Gilliam can't do Terry Gilliam anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I it was. It, um, my, my questions about this that I've, I've seen was that everyone seemed to say, so the movie's about Jupy Jupes. Jupe. Jupiter. <laughs> Jupes. Uh, yeah. She is like the princess whatever planet head yeah and so all that i've seen in the reviews about this movie are just like for this like oh all- sorry, terry gilliam's in this movie oh yeah yeah oh, oh no my way. god go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i just all that i've seen is that like for a movie about like a woman who finds out that she's like the most powerful person ever yeah. is the movie like what people are saying where it's just like she gets shuffled around and never actually does anything and doesn't do a fucking just a thing damsel, the whole and movie. then just winds up spoiler sorry but then she just goes back home to earth and continues to clean toilets and occasionally goes up on the roof to put on space boots and fly around with her fucking dog boy yeah because i've just seen like that who gets wings at the end of the movie oh my god like a dog like a dog yeah <laughs> you know like a dog like isn't allowed to make any like choices no she, and she does it and when she do, and all she does is make the wrong choices much like selling her eggs for her cousin to buy video games with and her, for her to, and i still oh Oh well, we've all made that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hey, not man. throw yeah. stones. And yeah, and yeah, Space it's... Theft Auto comes out next week, and I need it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, got eggs. A, I need a, video. Just games. a terrible movie. Yeah, this um, sounds like like I, I don't understand what their perception of a movie is. No, no, no. Like these guys are just fucked. They, yeah, they suck. Terrible. <laughs> just there hasn't been like Matrix. Great. 
you know, if they hadn't made the two sequels, that movie would be even more highly regarded. Yeah. You know, it would be such a unique, special little thing that happened. But they made those terrible sequels. They're so bad. I tried to rewatch them recently. Jesus Lord, are they horrible. Uh, and then Cloud I don't Atlas. I've seen, I've seen like half of the second one and was like, I'm done with this. Yeah, no, it's really bad. And the, like the second, oh, yeah, the third one is even worse. Yeah, uh, I saw and the then, third one in theaters. Jesus. So. Which one is the, the one that's basically just an underground rave for three hours? That's, What's that one? That's the second one. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I saw part of and oh, was man. like, I'm out. Yeah, so bad. And uh, yeah, Cloud Atlas, garbage. Just we- but weird garbage. I like, love like, Speed Racer. Yeah. I gotta say, Speed Racer is fine because it's super colorful. I only, <laughs> I only watched like uh, I, I think half an hour, forty five minutes of that, and I was like, I feel like there's nothing going on. Honestly, I feel like there's no, a there lot wasn't. of colors and nothing thing. going there's on. There's too much of the kids being wacky, but I think if you if you get uh, away from that and the length of the movie, I actually really really like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always wanted to give that movie another shot. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's about like as good of a like cartoony movie like just like when it's not being like kids throwing poop around because mm. there's a monkey and they like yeah, throw poop. Right. Yeah. I just think like Andy and and Lana Wachowski like they've been given a bunch of you know like Cloud Atlas didn't really I think Cloud Atlas did well like overall it did, because it, it you know this kind of stuff sells yeah, all around the world. Fucking loved it. Yeah. But I, just, I understand is this the nail liking in the that more than this because at least Cloud Atlas is really trying to do something i understood well, what they were trying to it's do it's also based on a uh right. it's based on a book right, right like right, and i think right, people right. really love the property right. yeah uh, and I, I feel uh, like and the overall intention of it yeah i feel like that yeah there was like a grounded intention about like saying something about emotions and human existence or something right yeah yeah, yeah. whereas this just seems like this movie's based on crazy mess and yeah. it's like it looks really expensive and none of the effects are even fun or anything like that uh, How colorful is it? Though? It's very colorful. Like oh, I was just, I, I was looking at it at points. I'm like, fucking fuck you guys, because this, this is probably gonna bomb. Yeah, and everyone's yeah. gonna hate it. Like I don't want, don't fuck up sci-fi for, for other everybody. Yeah. yeah. Now somebody else isn't gonna make a film because you guys made fucking Jupiter ascending. <laughs> <laughs> now somebody's gonna give up on their dreams. Yeah. Because yeah. Or, stu- or a studio is not gonna back a guy who was a good idea, yeah. or yeah, a lady right. who was a great idea. How, yeah. mu- you, how much was this movie made for? Uh, let's see. I my question, um, while I find that was, do you think the average movie going public will watch this and be? Uh, do you think it will connect with audiences? No, I don't know what you're supposed to connect to. Okay. Like maybe if you're a kid, because it's so. Like I watched things when I was a kid, and when I saw no, like, yeah, that was dumb, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I liked it when I was a kid because it was super colorful and you know, well, I, it didn't. It, I, it didn't matter that I didn't know how to follow the plot because it was just scene after scene of stuff. From, there's stuff all over the place, and there's a lot of explosions and flying around in space boots. From, yeah. from the sound of of, uh, of what you're describing, it sounds like they're sort of trying to create a universe, like trying to create a Star Warsy yeah. kind of universe. Oh yeah, I think they like feel where like they could. There's enough here. Oh, we can do, do a thousand stories with this. Yeah, yeah. Like, and and that's always a misguided attempt. I, I feel yeah. like that kind of thing just happens organically. Yeah. Uh, uh, it says 176 million. Jesus. Um, and Wikipedia says box office 55 million, mm-hmm. and uh, IMDb says 19. But I think that was just for February. Uh, I don't know. I think yeah. Wikipedia says 55 million. Mm. There was some guy behind me hating the movie, which was hilarious. <laughs> like every about like 20 minutes or so, he was like, "Oh God," <laughs> <laughs> and then he left, like with. A, l- a little less than five minutes to go. He just yeah. like, bah, and he got up and left. I'm like, 
you stayed this long. Like, but I get it. <laughs> he was like, yeah. you ruined Carlton Cinema Day for me. <laughs> this, I'm not even uh, going to go see the other two now. This movie opened third in the box office behind SpongeBob and American Sniper beat it. Oh, wow. I think opening weekend. So yeah. uh, it was originally expected to gross 21 to $23 million and then... Uh, was on the list of riskiest box office bets of the year. Yeah. Uh, had a one million Thursday preview and then was a box office bomb earning 6.4 its opening day. And then, uh, yeah, not anywhere near the budget mm-hmm. <laughs> overall for, for so far. Why you do know? they keep giving yeah. Wachowski's money? It yeah. opened top spot overseas, though, yeah. according to this sure. Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean... I, while I was watching it, I was I was kind of wishing that you guys had seen it because mm-hmm. I would yeah. like to really talk about how fucking oh, bonkers this Oh, I feel like I will is. see it. I think you should. It, yeah. It's really crazy. Yeah. I didn't watch Cloud Atlas, but I feel like I will watch this. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is yeah. I, I Cloud Atlas. I just didn't like because it's just not a fun. It's not. This is this is insane. Yeah. This is more like. You know, something like Battlefield Earth or something okay. that's just hugely confusing. Yeah. And, well, I mean, Battlefield Earth, I guess, it makes a little more sense, all the Scientology stuff to kind of fall back on with it. But, I mean, as far as going like, what were you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, and, oh, man. I, I, Mila Kunis is just in it. There's nothing really particular to her performance that I, I don't would think say I've ever... good or bad. She's just, she says stuff. I don't think I've ever found her amazing in anything, uh, or like I've never hated her in anything. No. But like I feel like no, not nothing. Like she a, was good a, in uh, Black Swan. Oh yeah, I thought she, that was great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, I feel like she was pretty good in that. Yeah, but yeah, she's just in this. Channing Tatum is just in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's no one. There's no like it's for a movie that's ha- trying to have like a lightness and a sense of fun to it. No one is having fun in this movie. Ugh. There isn't a there is there's no Han Solo. You yeah, know what I mean there's no yeah there's and yeah it just you need that you really you got to have a character to have fun through for sure yeah, or yeah. be yeah. cool or interesting. I mean, or, all of the characters in Guardians of the Galaxy are pretty you know grounded in terms of themselves, with yeah. the exception of. Star Lord, yeah. who is having all the fun, and yeah. then thereby you have all the fun, yeah. and then you see him infect the other uh, characters with his fun, yeah. and then everybody starts having fun, and then it's just like, oh, what a great movie! Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's interesting because I feel like that's I feel like Cloud Atlas is a lot like that, where where there's no there's no um, a character to anchor to, like mm-hmm. you can't you can't. Uh, Connect to the movie via via a yeah. uh, sympathetic character, which can yeah. be, you can do that without a fun character and connect with people, but it's just so hard. And for a movie that's trying to be like wacky space fun, yeah, fucking yeah. space adventure, that. you gotta give me somebody, yeah, here. yeah, not fucking egg selling dummy. <laughs> And then she gets a telescope at the end, though, because she goes back to home to live on Earth, and she's like, "I own Earth, and I just want to clean toilets and have a telescope." Why does she still? Why does she still want to clean toilets? I don't know. I'm like, can't you? You own Earth. You're like queen of Earth and other and all this other shit in space. Like, give yourself a few bucks here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, like it's fine if you want to go back to the the simple Spartan kind of uh, life that you knew, but uh, you don't have to touch other people's poop. Anymore. No, no, and your family could be all right, you know. You yeah, because uh, and they have the technology, like because get a, a telescope. Fight. There's a huge fight where they try and to go get her, and Channing Tatum kills everybody, and like buildings are destroyed, like they tear Chicago apart, and then she's like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be on the news." He's like, "This is all gonna be fixed by tomorrow." 
And she's like, what? And he's like, look. And the buildings are already half fixed. And she's like, but everyone saw. And he's like, they aren't going to remember tomorrow. The ones that fall through the cracks, no one will believe. So they have the technology to go and like fuck with stuff like that. So, yeah, fucking give your family a big job or a company that's successful. Do something. You could do anything you want because you can alter everyone's perception of reality. Oh, that's what they do. They alter people's perception. I don't know. They, they, like, they, they everything is half thought out. Like, I, the, why, how is she the reincarnated space queen? Yeah. And But if she's born from these two human parents, they aren't part of some space lineage. That's not how it okay. worked. She was a 95,000-year-old lady who was murdered by somebody. Yeah. uh, Then then she's reborn as Mila Kunis from just a a telescope guy and a lady. (laughs) Is the the fact... That's the right combination. (laughs) That's the the bang on combination. That's that's a thing, you know? But they're just like, there's more going on than you understand. I'm like, there's more going on than you understand. (laughs) There's less going on than any of us understand. Is the point that she's like, I'm going to stay on Earth and like scrub toilets, is it supposed to be about like, I don't need all that, like I'm making a choice to get away from the consumption of Earth or something? She just likes her family. Okay. Yeah. That's not what's important. And she loves toilets. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of toilets, and uh, also, <laughs> also in the news, the Grammys, uh, we had to listen to a a Grammy award winning mm. film, uh, sorry, album, and uh, also something that natural. Uh, belongs in a toilet, uh, uh, maybe. Uh, okay, so Supernatural is the 17th album by Santana, right. released in 1999, yep. 15 times platinum, mm. nine Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year, mm. uh, Latin Grammy Awards, also Record of the Year, and uh, this album was conceived by Clive Davis, as we mentioned on the last episode, because we did the other album, Shaman, and Casey. Shaman. <laughs> I have a quick question about the Grammys. Does anybody give a fuck about the Grammys? I like, don't know. Uh, other than, you I, know... I, ow, fucking cat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't watched them since I was probably 13. Yeah, me either. I think and it's other like than, the music, the music uh, world cares, mm. I guess. Uh, but I feel like nobody does. Like, other than, you know, every once in a while, Kanye West pops up and is a fucking retard. Yeah. Um, and everybody loves talking about that. I don't understand why. I, I can't think of anybody less compelling than Kanye West. Yeah. But, um... I think the Kanye West thing, like, I think valid points are being made about, like, how many people are winning and who the people that are winning are and how all of them are white. And, like, and I, I, I think it's funny when you see the memes go around there, like, a million people wrote that Rihanna song yeah. and one Beck wrote that or whatever. It's like, ah, that doesn't make it any less deserving for me. It doesn't make it more pure of an album because Beck wrote that. He has like a million people doing I guitar think, and stuff. Like, what's the I difference? Think, I think that the the uh, that him talking about the artistry it takes to to, to make an album or yeah. something. Like, I think it's that. That it's was like, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if it had been One Direction or something, who won over Beyonce or yeah, that would have been. But to 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 be to not really understand who Beck is or what he does because he did play virtually everything on that album and he, produce it himself he, and it's he, a really fucking good he album. largely does and has and, for 20 years and yeah. also i mean he, this guy he crafts an album as yeah. as, as an artist would yeah. with a with a specific so, vision although kanye's not mm, well i don't know <laughs> i think there's a it point was, to it, be made he's the wrong think, guy to target with that language yeah like it's like he didn't bother like, to oh. it's like he didn't bother to research what exactly. the fuck he was talking he about just, shocking because he's yeah, an yeah. idiot i mean yeah yeah, uh, anyway, but Beck whatever. was on board. Beck said he agrees with him. 
Uh, yeah, and now they're going to collaborate or something. <laughs> Who gives a <laughs> Really? Is that a, no. I don't care. <clears throat> but yeah, um, Grammys, am I right? But in 1999, yeah. <laughs> yeah. clearly the right album was chosen. Back, back uh-huh. when the Grammys had integrity. Right. Uh, um, Santana's uh-huh. Supernatural uh, with guest stars Eric Crapton. E- Eric Clapton. <laughs> Eric Crapton. <laughs> Eric Crapton. You were right the first time. Uh, Eagle Eye Cherry, Lauren Hill, Dave Matthews, CeeLo Green, and more. Mm. Uh, huge, huge album. Um, Rob Thomas has that song on here. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, which song Hon- is that? Honestly, Smooth. all hell get all bow dear. I'm talking about Smooth. Smooth. Thirteen songs on here. Yep. Uh, j- almost as long as the last, ep- uh, yeah. last episode. One minute album. shorter. And you know, uh, when I saw when you guys were like, "How long that that this is Santana's longest album?" And I'm like, "Well, this one's only one minute less." Yeah. But literally, I couldn't stand. One minute more of, it. <laughs> yeah. of this album. Yeah. It stinks like the ocean. Honestly. Oh my God. <laughs> I knew it would. Honestly, <laughs> I don't like know. I don't know what to fucking say about this. I want to just defer everyone to listen to the previous episode and what I had to say about the yeah. last. It's exactly the same shit. It's the fucking same thing. I don't. I honestly have listened to so much Santana by having these two albums. <laughs> that really that I, so bad I don't know. I don't know anymore which is which. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't you. think I can be like, I remember that one. Most of the songs yeah. apart. If it wasn't for like really ident- like remembering something, because a few of these songs were super big. Oh yeah, Everything. but I which forgot ones, about which them. ones were big. Yeah. Maria Maria was really big. Yeah, who's, that, who's on that one? one. I, don't uh, know, I don't know if somebody big is on the Maria Maria, Maria featuring sincere and money harm. Yeah. <laughs> so no, then <laughs> uh, written by Wyclef Jean. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's one with and the Everlast one. Yeah, yeah. The Everlast one that is, is terrible. Yes, put your lights on. <laughs> also won a Grammy that song. Yeah, and it's oh, it's oh, that's just on the edge of my memory. Yeah, um, it's just this album was like uh, whispering in my ear. <laughs> Uh, this album, highest selling album of original <laughs> material released by an artist who had already been inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yeah. prior to its release. Yeah. Uh, just behind the Beatles compilation one. Yeah. Uh, huge. I remember like my dad had this album because he was like really excited that Santana was back in the spotlight after like liking him back in the day kind of yeah. thing. I just honestly, I don't know what to say. It's the same fucking thing. They got a bunch of people to come on the album and it's mm-hmm. just their kind of styles on those songs. But then every once in a while, there's a Santana jam. Yeah. What's that last song on here? The Calling featuring it's, Eric Clapton. And it's like eight minutes yeah. long. Yeah. And it just is. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God! Does Eric on. Clapton sing, or does he just no. play his boring just guitar? Just plays his guitar. boring guitar. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's basically him and Santana playing their boring guitars yeah. at yeah, each totally. other. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like Gross. somebody being like, "The calling." Yeah, every four minutes. The Eagle Eye, uh, <laughs> the Eagle Eye Cherry song uh, was produced by the Dust Brothers, which I didn't really know yeah. until I just read that. Now you can't really a bunch tell. Of fucking garbage. Yeah, some of the like once in a while, there's kind of beat beat kind of stuff at the one point maybe that was the beat the dust brother song and then again i think i mentioned this before recording but the youtube video that i that i had of this album uh was two hours and had all of the instrumentals and i didn't realize until like i had already listened to the whole album and was like this sounds familiar but no singing and then there's the rob thomas song which is just a pop song with no vocals yeah it's just like why would anyone and there's another song on this album somewhere later in it where it's just smooth again but a slower time. was that the eagle eye cherry one oh maybe wishing it was mm. 
I can't remember any of the song titles. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the songs, like it just it's just smooth again, but yeah. like a little slower. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little smoother. Yeah. <laughs> Stunk a little <laughs> less like the oats. Forget about real. <laughs> Oh, I hated it. This is the worst. I hated it like last week. It was week. so long. I hated it last week. I hated it this week. Yeah. yeah. I hate you <laughs> for making me listen I to this it. again. Yeah. I enjoy it's it. It's the same fucking album. Yeah. It's the yeah. same album. Yeah. It's garbage. It's real garbage. Yep. Uh, so you had some garbage. I did. And you had some space toilets. <laughs> What, what are you going to make us listen to this week? What did you pull out of the space toilet? <laughs> yeah, you reached into the space toilet. Yeah. It was pretty smooth, stunk like the ocean. I thought it would be <laughs> really you... funny to give you another Santana. Oh, album. you fucking bastard. <laughs> I would hate you so much. It, it would be really it funny. It would be super though. funny, yeah. The only, uh, the only interesting conversation that could possibly come out of that is if it was like one of the well-regarded ones. Yeah. Like, well, I, what's well you know about? what? I did put, because I have uh, his, uh, the second Santana album, Abraxas. Yeah. I have that on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And I threw that on... Uh, uh, earlier this week, just because I was, I hated this so much. Yeah, and you're like, and I, I was wanna... like, oh, this is fine. This is really cool. Like, yeah. some of the guitar work is really good on it. He has like the percussion is fucking great. It's a, it's a good band that has great sense of rhythm and it's and it's produced in the right way. Yeah, but it's not overdone. The songs aren't ten minutes long. They have hooks. Yeah, and shit. And like, yeah, fucking, this is all right, man. Yeah, I, I know why I got really high and listened to this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So it's, it's still good, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. Okay. But I would like you guys to respect artistry and tell me what's going on with the Beyonce album that was supposed to win. Okay. Oh, okay. I feel like that's going to be laborious. I don't know. It's got great reviews I, across the board from I'm all, down with Beyonce. all areas. Like Pitchfork loved it. You know, uh, Source loved it. Yeah. Like all the, every major the, publication the really gave this strong reviews. Yeah. Right. And like the best work of her career. I'm down. I've never heard a Beyonce album, so tell me if I should listen. Yeah, nor have I. I mean, yeah. I definitely have heard Beyonce songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like Beyonce's always been in the uh, periphery of things where I'm like, I'm not offended by this at all. And then when she came out, when we saw Jay Z at uh, uh, at Coachella, mm-hmm. which was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and she came out and and sang the hook for whatever song has uh, "Forever Young" as the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was fucking chilling. Yeah, it's crazy. Chilling to hear that her voice live. Yeah. So yeah, this it's just called Beyonce. The album. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm down for that. That's Looking the other thing with the Grammys. Why it's all stu- like this album came out in 2013, and they're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> we don't care what year it is. <clears throat> um. All right, Beyonce for next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm in. I'm down. I'm, yeah, sweet. I'm looking forward to that, to spending some time getting to know Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, well, we got a roll. Let's do it. Um, this week. <laughs> this is a big roll. Kingsman. Yep. Kingsman is opening. <laughs> I am excited for this. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure what to make of some of the trailers when no, it first came out. No, the more recent out. trailers, I've been really on board. It, it yeah. looks like it's basically. Matt Vaughn is a very good filmmaker, I think. Yeah. So. It's um, getting some fucking reviews, too. Yeah, absolutely. IMDb says the spy organization recruits an unrefined but promising street kid, kid into the agency's ultra-competitive training program. It basically, from the looks of it and from what people have been saying uh, in the reviews that are out already, are just like, hyper-violent Bond movie. Like, yeah. just awesome. going to be fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but with like a whole bunch of Bonds. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Totally. And then not looking forward to The Loser... Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, right. smash hit, 
uh, book that was born of Twilight slash fiction. Yeah. Uh, and from what I've heard about the this adaptation is that uh, I've I've heard that the writer was given a lot of control. Basically, had like of the s- movie of the movie. Basically, was like on set had say of like. No, yes or no to things. Oh wow, that's insane! Because uh, isn't the writer uh, some idiot who wrote fan fiction <laughs> for Twilight? They, yeah, and and so the the director wanted to end the movie with a very specific like line that was slightly different, but had the same meaning as the book. And the writer was like, "Nope, it has to be exactly the same." And the director was like, "It's not even that big of a change." Like, but movies are different. Like, it has to be. And so I expect that the dialogue in this movie will just be like the bad dialogue from the book mm-hmm. just brought to life and wonderful yeah <laughs> this is gonna be so spectacular it's, po- I, 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 it's possible it could be hilarious yeah it's true oh i feel like it's gonna be there's gonna be something compelling about it <laughs> not I, in the way it's intended no. when verhoven was like <clears throat> sort of in the works for maybe adapting it way back yeah. i was kind of like there's an interesting way to do oh, this yeah. oh that's my probably god that have... would that like I, I haven't read the, the the book i don't really know what it's about other than there's a guy and his name is Gray. Uh, Gray, I think. Yeah. Like, I think and he's super into like whips and beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just he just likes to beat he up likes on some ladies. Shit. Really yeah. him. Uh, and he's down with that. And then he yeah. meets like a meek, yeah, uh, receptionist or something. And he's who, like, uh, you like to party? Uh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and she has her sexual awakening via his uh, beating on her. Yeah. Um. Uh, I have I have no frame I of reference yeah, I don't for know. it. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure, win or lose, I do have to see this movie, <laughs> yep. which I love. Yeah, yeah that's great. Um, because <laughs> promised, I, uh, yeah, I promised my house that I would see it because she read the book and said, yeah. "We're going to see this movie." <laughs> Don't worry, well, I made her promise some weird things too. <laughs> uh, well, on those stakes, Casey, mm-hmm. give a roll for whether or not you'll get to see the Kingsman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. <laughs> Oh, that's a zero. That's a zero. Oh, I got a zero You're anyway. Destined yeah. to have yeah. fifty types of boners. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled an eight. Yeah, Greg. That's, that's a, a four. Four, Casey. Yep. That's You're awesome. You're going to see it. This is the best possible <clears throat> outcome. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for me. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not for you. No. Well, I kind of want to see like how how they um uh, like. Tame down the S N. Is it S N M B D S M? There's a lot know. of uh, initials, but uh, uh, like I want to see how Hollywood, you know, like like. I heard that it's all from the book is in there except for one scene, which I don't know too much about. But no. apparently right. involved a tampon of some sort. So they were like, "Oh, anything involving a woman on her period, don't put it in a movie because uh, we're all bummer. afraid of it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's yeah, that's that's a weird bummer, but. Uh, yeah, well, I guess I'm looking forward to seeing what 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 they do. With yeah, something. I'm so looking forward stupid. to you telling me about it. Yeah. <laughs> Great, enjoy that. Yeah, I'm um, looking forward to. We'll you go guys watch boners, Bond, yeah, talk but hyper violent yeah. and right. fun. Fucking a man. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, well, on that note, we should uh, pass the baton on down to 90210 Relay. Do 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 Oh my god. Mm-hmm. 90210. Yeah. Yeah, relay. Oh yeah. 
Uh, Greg oh, watched yeah. an episode <laughs> of season two of Nine Hundred Two. So glad that's becoming a catchphrase. <laughs> um, <clears throat> as always, yeah. And then I will watch next week. We're going to relay this uh, season two around. If you've yep. been, if you've been a long time listener, the end of season two. Yeah, we're getting there. Getting there. Uh, so this week, Greg. Yeah. What did you watch? I watched an episode called "Everybody's Talking About It." Ooh. Oh. No time for the. Uh. I wonder what they're talking <laughs> about. It. I wonder what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. What they's talking about. Well, our, uh, what I'm talking about is the opening episode, which uh, we find the uh, Walsh family watching the news, and Andrea and Dylan are over. Okay. And uh, I guess some of the news is at the school, and then they're like, look, there's Andrea walking around doing stuff. Andrea walking around doing <laughs> stuff. God damn it. Um, and uh, then they're like, that's the teacher and stuff like that. And uh, Brandon sees his own elbow, and he's like, oh, why'd they cut me out? Oh, on, on the TV. On the TV. Oh, my God, what's this on my arm? <laughs> I have two of them. Ah, why is my arm bending like that? Oh. Um and yeah, it's uh whenever and what the the, the art uh, the sorry the uh, the news piece is about casual sex and all the kids who are having it. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. And That's what uh, the it then is. the uh, the parents are like off to bed, and uh, they leave everyone down there. And then uh, Dylan leans into Brenda and he's like, "Off to bed." And she's like, Dylan. And then Dylan looks at Brandon and is like, can't blame a guy for trying, huh? And Brandon's like, mm. <laughs> yeah, mm, please try and fuck my sister. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. I've been trying. <laughs> I've tried to fuck my sister every night this week. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, dude. Uh, yeah. Like, if you yeah. figure out how, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> let me. I know, know that they're buddies and they've been dating. He's like a yeah. good boyfriend and stuff for a while. But no one, if you're dating your friend's sister, you shouldn't ever be like, dude, I cannot wait to bang your sister. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying so hard to bang your sister tonight. Yeah, because what's the response you're looking to yeah, elicit? Yeah. Well, you get well, the one Brandon gave her. He was yeah. like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. You should totally yeah, try yeah. to get up in that vagina. <laughs> My sister is fuck my sister, please. Um, And then they just start making out pretty heavily, and uh, Andrea and and, uh, Brandon are like, "Oh, yeah, as they should be, of course." So uh, then, where are we? Then we're at school, and some guy shows up, and they've just again they've just grabbed some character that you've never seen before, or I haven't seen him anyway. Yeah, Uh, and like he's part of the gang now. You know what I mean? He's yeah. just there, and everyone knows him. Like, oh, John, for yeah. sure. And I'm like, who the fuck is John? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, that's something that I like that they do, and I don't know why exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just because it's so stupid, and I like yeah. everything about And they just discard these stupid. people, so you never see them again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think John hangs around. Who knows? Maybe a few episodes. We'll see. I don't so, think we'll see much from Emily uh, again. No, I, I, I feel like she'll probably come back and drug Brandon again. That'd be fun. I feel like she'll come back after rehab or something. And sure, yeah. I feel like, like they're going to at least in this season, we'll see her again. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, new guy John talks to Andrea and Brandon about the news and whatever, and they're like, isn't that exciting? And then we camera pans see Donna and David having a great time DJing at school. <laughs> Kelly walks by bitching about her mom. Um, and then there's a big <laughs> newspaper meeting for the newspaper team. Newspaper meeting? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, extra, like, extra. Uh, uh, bad news. Uh, the public health survey is canceled. 
I, I, I didn't know whether there was supposed to be one. And they were really and Steve excited comes about up it. and he's like, yeah, Bad who doesn't news? love a public Steve, health uh, yeah. thing? Well, Steve comes up and he's like, what, uh, you mean the sex quiz is canceled? And they're like, <laughs> Steve, it's a public health survey. And he's like, whatever. Now I have to read Brave New World. And I'm like, what? <laughs> was he getting his rocks off with this? Steve, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. man, was I, I was going to describe my boner in yeah. detail. <laughs> oh, man, the jerk-off <laughs> quiz is quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Steve's pissed, and he's. I guess I'll just jerk off uh, during the history exam. <laughs> and then, uh, then Donna's like, "My mom doesn't think that kids should be asked questions about sex. It would just put thoughts into their head." And then Andrea like kind of lays in, like, "Donna, doesn't your mom read the newspaper?" And she's kind of a bitch about it. She's like, "There are a million teenage pregnancies last year, and it wasn't because of a survey." <sighs> and Brandon's like. Hey, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> like a moment of reality. Yeah, totally. Um, and then uh, Andrea thinks she knows how to make... Uh, oh, she's like, oh, I know how, to, uh, how we can make everybody take us seriously. And, uh, oops, I pressed a button and I should have here. There we go. Uh-oh. And then, so then it cuts to her speaking in front of like a... It's like she's in court, but it's a faculty meeting, but they're all like lined up there like at the Supreme Court and she yeah. like goes up to a microphone. I'm like, what is going on? I don't know. <laughs> Where are we? And uh, all the faculty members are there and she's like, I have something to say. I think that condoms should be ma- made available to all the students. And everyone's like, uh-huh. Oh, peace and yeah. carrots, peace and carrots, rubble, rubble, rubble. <laughs> rubble, rubble, rubble. Watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> um, so then, uh, then they all talk about it at the Peach Pit, down at the PP. And new guys still with them. They're like, "Sounds great, huh, gang?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so then there's a PTA meeting at the Walsh family at their house. Uh, okay. The P- and they're they're hosting the PTA meeting, and I'm like, "Hey, Walsh family, settle down." Yeah, You're too involved in this shit. Quit yeah. making, at your damn fucking house. Quit making everybody dinner all the time yeah, yeah. and just hosting fucking every fucking thing. <laughs> just get to the point where Uh-oh. the new guy John has AIDS. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's oh, so, so true. Yeah. yeah. Get to the uh, point where the new guy gets murdered off. Or something, whatever crazy <laughs> thing you're gonna do to him. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, the, at the PTA meeting, Donna shows up and brings her mom. And Donna's Loser. mom is all, like, catty with Andrea. Like, oh. Ugh. I don't even remember what she said, but it's gross. Oh, because she is upset that she wasn't the right. oldest person in the room. And then all the parents are yelling about condoms. And David's dad's really getting into it that they should have it. And this other guy's like, what the fuck? Um, and then Donna's mom takes the floor. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Donna's mom takes the floor, and she's like, condoms are not the answer. The answer is uh, no sex. And it's like, oh. <laughs> N- nailed it, lady. That's yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah. And then Donna pipes up. She actually says stuff in this episode. And she's like, <laughs> she says, there are two things you have to remember. Lots of kids are having sex and they're kids. <laughs> that's her two things. I was like, oh, that's, that's totally two Kids things. are having sex and they're kids and they're having sex and they're kids. <laughs> and they're also kids younger than adults. And they're having sex. And they're having oh, sex with man. each other. Um, and she's like, like, uh, if you have a pool in your backyard and you put up a fence around it to keep the kids out, they're still going to climb over the fence and get in the pool. So you better teach them how to swim. <laughs> if, you, uh, <laughs> if you put up a pool and put a fence around it, kids are going to get in there and fuck each other. <laughs> Now they're kids, and they're fucking, and they're swimming. Yeah, They might not know how. So everybody, drain your pools. Yeah. (laughs) Or leave water wings around. Uh, It's a wonderfully uh, messy bit there. Um, (laughs) 
So then later on, the Walsh family are all talking to each other about the meeting. And then the parents go upstairs and uh, Brandon and Brenda are standing there. And Brandon's like, who would have ever thought that Andrea Zuckerman would be leading the next sexual revolution? And then (laughs) Brenda goes, who would have thought that Donna Martin would be leading the next sexual revolution? Then they look at each other and they're like... Jesus Christ! And then somebody else was like, "Who even knew that Donna's last name was Martin?" (laughs) (laughs) So fucking terrible. (laughs) Oh, and then at school the next day, um, David, Steve, and Brandon talk about the PTA meeting. It's hot topic, and David wants to know if he should make a move because Donna's all like pro condom, so clearly she wants to get down. Yeah. And uh, they're like, yeah, it sounds How great. is it possible that he hasn't already? They've been dating for like three episodes. I know. Uh, well, he is David. What are you going to do? Uh, I guess that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really... <laughs> anyway, uh, so they're walking around talking about that, and it's all really boring. And then uh, this t- t- a teacher takes Brandon aside and is like, uh, Andrea is going too far with this whole thing. She's being interviewed by the local news and stuff like that. And it's like, you got to get her to chill out or things are going to get bad. I'm like, wow, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And, like, but Brandon is like, yeah, okay. And, uh, I'll, uh, I'll fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll get her pregnant. <laughs> That'll shut her fucking mouth. <laughs> so then we cut to a, uh, sushi dinner for, uh, Kelly and David and their parents. Cause they're dating. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's just a bunch of killing time in the middle of the episode. Like, nothing happens. <laughs> I love it time. when that's glaringly obvious. Yeah. Uh, and Kelly is just like, I don't know if there's Ed Condom in school. And then uh, we, then later the next day at school, David comes up and tells Steve that he bought some condoms. Uh, and he's like, do you want some? And Steve's, <laughs> like, uh, Steve's like, no, I don't need any at the moment. And then he stares at Kelly. <laughs> Whoa. Weirdly. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, and then that's like nothing happens with that scene. That's it. Because uh, uh, Kelly walks up and chats with the gang. Um, Is and- the idea there like, I don't need some because I've forced her on the pill or like, or because I'm like, I don't, I, I don't like, know. It's, it's, it it has not, not, there's no, nothing grounded to it. He's just like, I don't need any condoms. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, wonderful. I've been um, uh, jerking off in the bushes lately. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I do like to save it. But, um, so, uh, Andrea's got everyone, they're going to take like a sex survey or write some sex stuff for, for the paper. I thought that but, was canceled. No, not the not the public health survey thing. Like, she's doing her own one for the paper. Right. But they don't want to do it. Uh, the gang's like, I don't know. And, uh, she, and then she was like, she wants him to hand out condom info, and Brandon is not cool with this. Uh, um, uh, what, what is it? Why? What did I write here? I don't understand. Oh, because he wasn't out. Then he takes her aside, and he's like, uh, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know, we're handing out stuff, and it's like, I, it's not, I wasn't asked about it. You should have asked me about it. She's like, why? We're just doing it together. He's like, yeah, but I'm just being told. I'm not being asked. I'm like, you're such an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> what is his fucking problem? I don't know. 
Uh, you didn't ask me the way I wanted to be yeah. asked. <laughs> and so he tells her that she's going all uh, about all of this stuff all wrong. And she's like, you're just jealous because I was the one who was on the news and it's all centered around me now. And he's like, nothing is black and white with condoms or in the school or with sex. <laughs> and that she doesn't see the whole picture because it's not just the statistics. She's like, oh, it isn't? He's like, no, it's the feelings and the sex too. And if you were more experienced, maybe you'd know that. Whoa. Oh, God damn it, sweet man. Sweet fucking bird once again, <laughs> Brandon no, comes in and goes, Andrea, I cannot uh. tell you this clear enough. I'm never going to fuck you. <laughs> not just me. Nobody. <laughs> it's yeah. not just me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to, but neither's anyone else. That's yeah. harsh. And he's like, love awesome. is not a public health issue, Andrea. <laughs> and she's like, thanks for letting me know that. And storms off. <laughs> oh, my I'm like, God. You suck, Brandon. Um, by the fourth season, he's just going to start kicking her in the teeth every time he yeah, sees her. Yeah. That's, that's the only progression here. <laughs> he's just going to bring her the condoms that he's used with other girls. <laughs> just whip them in her face. <laughs> hey, put this in your purse. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, this could have been yours. Yeah. Then, then Brenda is kind of like, Brandon, you were mean to Andrea. And he's like, well, what if, I don't know. Um... <laughs> And uh, yeah, you know, like you know how she feels about you. So that only makes the whole thing worse. And he's like, "Fine, I'll talk to her." And then new guy John is still talking to Andrea like he's a person in the story. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, you're gonna really like this article called it." Uh, okay, I'm a virgin, and she's like, "Ugh," and leaves. And she goes to talk to Brenda in the bathroom, and they're like kind of chit chatting about the survey. And Brenda's gonna write something for it. Then Brandon confronts Andrea in the hallway. And he's like, he wish he could take back some of the stuff he said, and he's sorry, yeah. but he's kind of still a dick about it. <laughs> Not the stuff where I said I wouldn't fuck you. Yeah, I don't yeah. take that back yeah, at all. Yeah, I'll tell you again, tomorrow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... And then he's like, uh, oh, by the way, I'm not going to go to the big meeting thing that you're throwing together. So, yeah, I'm not going to fuck <laughs> you. I, you know, I'm apologizing. Quote, yeah, look, unquote. <laughs> also, I'm not showing up to the big thing that's going on for you. <laughs> I'm sorry for two yeah. of the things I said to you. Uh, and then she's like, it's not, it's, it's bad enough being reminded that I'm a virgin and things aren't working out for me in that way. But also for having you apologize to me for that is even worse. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry, you're a virgin loser. <laughs> yeah. I said I was sorry. <laughs> uh, what do you so, want from me? A sincere apology? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Brandon. I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do things I don't do. Yeah. Dance or apologize. Yeah. I'm on drugs. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> then I will do both profusely. <laughs> anyway. I'm sorry. I'm dancing so sweet. <laughs> I gotta go though. I gotta go freak out somewhere. <laughs> I gotta go have like an irrational freak out somewhere else now. I'm late for it. Oh uh, man! So then we go to the I meeting because she's a ra- Andrea's got the faculty voting on uh, condoms in the school, and the vote and the board votes nay. And the gang wants to fight it, and Andrea's like, "Ah, oh, you guys do it." She's just destroyed emotionally. Yeah, she's just a she's just empty now. She's a mess. So then at the Peach Pit, David's asking Dylan how to rent a hotel room so he can try and bang Donna in it. <laughs> oh, Dylan's like, Ugh, I'm leaving. <laughs> and, I'm leaving uh, for this episode. Dylan goes to see Brenda at home, and then he finds the piece that she's writing for Andrea's condom thing, which is about her getting pregnant. Which is called, What It's Like to Fuck Dylan. Yeah, what, it's like her pregnancy scare. That's what she's writing about. Uh, and he's right. like, what the fuck is this? 
And she's like, it's my story. He's like, it, me too, though. Like, she's like, I didn't put your name in. And he's like, they're going to know it was me. Yeah, I'm, I'm your boyfriend, you, boyfriend, you she's like, fucking idiot. One. And he's like, I want to keep my private life private. You should have said something to me. And then he storms out, but she changed. Okay, uh, so he takes the thing that she's written, and he crumples. He's, it's a bunch of papers, and he crumples it up, and he throws it on the floor. Uh, and then bad editing when he walks out the front door he throws out another piece and I was like was he walking through the house just throwing balls <laughs> everywhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throwing them all over the place so then she stops him at the door and they talk for a while and she comes, he comes back inside and I guess they make up because the next time you see them they're all happy again okay um uh, so Donna, David and Dylan are talking and David's like, uh, I've decided I'm not going to get a hotel room. I'm just going to wait for the opportunity to present itself. Donna walks up and is like, my parents are out of town so we can watch the MTV Awards together at my house alone. <laughs> and he's like, a wink. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets all cocky about it and he Dylan's like, little no okay, man. Solo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the award is in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then let's see. Brenda tells Andrea that she won't be submitting her piece. And Andrea's like, whatever. Uh, then the gang is going to hand out info, uh, info pamphlets about uh, condoms to people. Kelly's like, I'm not doing this. Uh, Brandon hangs back and talks to Andrea. And he's like, so like, she's like, what you said hurt me. And she's, he's like, so I'm the hurter and you're the hurty. And it's like, how do you not understand this? What, a, what kind of a person are you? Um, and he's like, I really am sorry. And she's like, fine. And he leaves. Then Kelly comes in because she forgot her bag. And she talks to Andrea. And Andrea's like, well, you don't even understand. It's like, you you could have anyone you want. She's like, I tried to get with Brandon, but he said that he saw me like a sister. And I was like, a wink. <laughs> <laughs> that means he wants to phone you. Anyway. Uh, and she's like, really? He turned you down? And she's like, yeah, we always want what we can't have. He's like, when I was, in, you know, when I was in my first year of high school, I threw myself at a senior, and he, he pushed me in a bush, and, <laughs> and then never talked to me again. I'm uh, like, oh, she banged somebody in the bushes, and all right. And she's like, so now everyone, when I date people, a lot of people think I'm easy or whatever, and it sucks. So hey, like, sorry, I, I you're pu- pu- uh, pu- uh, push you in the bush was a euphemism. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Push, push, push in the bush. I'm going to push you in the bush. Yeah, so she's like, listen, uh, you know, I I made my choice and stuff like that, but you still have yours ahead of yours, so I, you know, I I can never go back. Yeah. And Andrea's like, can't we meet in the middle? And then she looks at her with her head turned to the side and says, I think we just did. And I'm like, I don't know, that doesn't make any sense. But you, it's a good moment. How, what are so you meeting on. in the middle on? Yeah, yeah. Did, did you they... banged a guy in a bush and Brandon won't fuck her. <laughs> What's... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah. I thought that meant that they were going to fuck. Yeah. I don't know. You meet in the middle of the bush. Yeah. 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 So we're going to fuck, right? Yeah. Because like, that's... So it's like an aw shucks moment. <laughs> um, and then she, Andrea goes outside, and there's John hanging around. And he's and she's like, aren't you going with them? And he's like, no, I just feel like I'm not part of the gang. I'm like, because you're not. Because yeah, yeah. nobody knows who you are, <laughs> John. Your name's not in the opening yeah, credits, John. Yeah, and he's like, and I feel like an outsider. And she's like, I get it. I really do. And he's like, it's like that. Did you, you know, that article I wrote about my being a virgin? And she's like, oh, that article is about you. And he's like, yeah, and blah, blah, blah. And she's I like, was you waiting know what? for them to reveal what he was doing yeah, in this. Yeah, just, yeah, he's there not fucking anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then she asks him out to the movies. Uh, so then we cut to David watching MTV with Donna. Uh, they get pizza, and he's c- pulling out money, and the condom falls out of his wallet. No, oh, no. And uh, he makes his move, and Donna is not down. 
And she's like, I don't intend on sleeping with you. And he's like, oh. Uh. And she's like, I'm not sleeping with anybody. I'm waiting for marriage. And he's like, oh, that's great. And in fact, I'm kind of relieved. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> oh, you're never going to have sex with me? What a relief. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> David Silver, too, who's like a nerdy guy, who's probably yeah. just like, I can't wait until I can yeah. be able to have oh, sex. Oh, now it's never? Oh, good. Oh, thank that's God, because uh, I much prefer, uh, you know, videotaping <laughs> girls without their knowledge in the bushes. <laughs> fucking creepy. That's what gets yeah. me hard, anyway. not actually fucking girls. So they eat pizza. And then the final scene of the episode is Kelly's at home and her mom comes in. She's like, Kelly, you have to promise me you're never going to have unprotected sex. And she's like, okay, mom, why? I'm pregnant. Whoa. Kelly's mom is knocked up. Fade to black. Whoa. Oh, God. Who did it? Yeah. Was it the new David. guy, John? Or David? <laughs> I would assume it's David's dad because yeah. they're uh, dating. So oh, now yeah. you're going to have a new uh, brother or sister that right. is part David Silver. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's a good twist. Yeah. Now, um, pass or fail on this episode's uh, central uh, sort of moral was, dilemma. Well, what is the dilemma? Should should kids... there be condoms in the school, which they never really they fall don't, on one well, they, side or another with? They no, they that... should give condoms to old people because yeah. those are the people who got <laughs> pregnant. Yeah, <technically. laughs> they use the condom thing as a springboard to talk about like teenage sexuality, but do they, they, they ever... talk about it? They just talk about how Brandon won't fuck. And Andrea. then they it, well, I mean, it, then and then it's springboards into like it's okay to be a virgin yeah and yeah it's okay to wait yeah which is a point that it makes and is a good point that it makes yeah. but it's uh, also not really it, it doesn't they, feel they like never, the whole but they never talk about what the responsibility of sex is. yeah so they don't or how it emotionally does affect people and, or and they could have easily is going to affect a teen uh-huh. yeah they could have easily tied that up with with uh, Brenda and and Dylan, yeah, uh, you know, like ha- having they, Brenda go to Dylan and say, you know what, you're right. I wasn't thinking about your part in this. Uh, like our relationship yeah. is two people responsible yeah. for each other and for the relationship and for everything that results uh, yeah. uh, from sex. Uh, I've learned that about uh, about our yeah. relationship. The condoms, they could have easily done that. The condom setup feels like it really should have looped back around. Like, they don't know about the condoms. All the stuff happens in the middle with the virgins and the sex and stuff. And then at the end of the episode, I see, like, there should have been a clear wraparound. Like, we've decided to give out condoms. But the point is, if you're having sex, you should understand what that, like, the ramifications of that and why you should be having safe sex. And then the sub-moral is... But don't feel pressured. We're giving these condoms out, but you should also understand that it's okay to not be ready to have sex and, mm. and then all that. And then you've tied it up in a bow where it's like, we've made the point that sex should be safe. Here's the reasons why. Yep. Yeah. And here's why you shouldn't feel pressured yep. like I have to go out and do it because I haven't yet. Yeah, right. I would say then fail. Okay. Dan, you pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but that means you have to have sex with Andre. <laughs> right. uh-huh. Or David. Or David. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> I'm relieved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That is another 90210 relay. Oh, pretty good. Next week, I will be watching an episode. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And then after that, Casey. And then all the way back then around. me again. Till yeah. the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got left during a look. We had somebody write in. I don't think it was Tony. Tony wrote in about uh, asking us if we'd seen the film The Rover or not this week. But somebody wrote in saying, 
I hope you do season three because there was a there's episodes I know that are coming up in season three that are amazing. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I remember reading that. It was uh, an email, yeah. I believe. Thank you for whoever wrote that. I don't have it in front of me, but uh, if you have any thoughts or opinions on nine hundred two one zero, yeah, relay, please Only email seven us. Seven episodes left this season. Yeah, info at modernspirit.com. Seven episodes left. Uh, so. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I get the last one. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, uh, it's probably going to be like three hours. See, who's you're, who's next? You are? I am. Okay. And then, Casey, you've got one coming up called Cardio Funk. Oh, Ooh, <laughs> Cardio <laughs> Funk. Uh, oh, and man. And then, Dan, you're the lucky duck because I can't wait to see what the hell this episode's about. You have an episode coming up called Meeting Mr. Pony. Meeting Mr. Pony? <laughs> it's the, it's, this is the two-parter of the condom episode. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what Brandon calls his dick. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dan, Brandon's going to do some drugs and you're going to meet Mr. Pony. Uh, yeah. What's up, Mr. Pony? I hope cardio funk involves the mind gym that I had in the one episode. <laughs> oh, cardio wonderful. mind freak. Yeah. Mind freak. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. So tune in next week for that. And uh, we've gone long, so this is it for this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apologies again for the late episode, yep. but we gave you a good long one, two hours and ten minutes. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, we uh, gave you a good, good long Don't run one. with that. Yeah. I hate you all. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you would like to find us elsewhere on the internet, you can go to ModernSuperior.com and listen to us and listen to all of the other BlogTO-nominated podcasts. Yes. Like yeah. Super Zero, have a new episode. Mm. Uh, Boy, that show's good. Yeah. It's really, so really, really good. Totally. Yep. And and uh, all the classics, drink along, do over, time bandits, and more. Turn two turntables and a bottle of wine. Go to modernspirit.com and check them all out. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash synwpc or twitter.com slash synwpc. And go to Modern Superior and check out Dan's new article. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah. up there too. Yeah. Oh, word. Lots of stuff for you to do until next Wednesday. And for that, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, internet. Yeah. And Gene you know what? Parker. If you have some time, go fuck Gene. <laughs> I like that sign off. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, Gene deserves it. Straight. But don't fuck Gene without a condom. No. Cash. <laughs> okay. Or else <laughs> Kelly's mom will get pregnant. Yeah. Homie. Yeah. Straight goose Dougie. Yeah. Dougie. No Dougies this week. Yeah. No Dougie. Dougie. We've got to get a couple in the end. Dougie. 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 presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 